two men cover the happenings of it all. What's up, everybody? Professional Wrestling. We said the wrestling world was going to change. CM Punk is all elite, and honestly, it couldn't have gone better. I think it's possible that Goldberg beats Lashley and that Big E beats Goldberg. Because I don't see Big E beating Roman. I thought ROH was a pile of crap. I think corporate ROH is gross. First of all, the Nick Gage entrance is one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. The Edge deal is up next year. Do you think he gets here AEW if he's still healthy? I think that he's a WWE lifer, honestly. Don't forget that the only reason WWE cleared him to begin with was because AEW was going to, and they were trying to sign it. Mixed martial arts. And I think everything leads towards Sandhagen, but I don't know. I think TJ could surprise some people. I'm choosing Sandhagen, um, especially with his last two performances. The Aldermaine Sterling and Piotr Jan running that back, and the winner of this should definitely get the next title shot. I thought Connor looked fantastic with the kicks. When he got rocked with punches, he went for the guillotine. That was the stupidest move. Do you hear Dustin after the fight admitted, though, that there was like a second there where he was like, oh God, he might have me. Do you think Pena has a chance against Amanda Nunez? The card isn't very good, in my opinion. Even the undercard, I don't think is that great. Wayne, Gon, and Lewis could potentially be really boring also. That's possible. Definitely. Boxing. Jake Paul by knockout, probably pretty early. It's pretty telling when uh, Jake Paul was like, let's put up our purses against one another and Woodley wouldn't do it. I think Tyron Woodley's going to win this fight. He's going to throw combinations at Jake that Jake hasn't seen yet. First off, I'm going to say congratulations to Tyron Woodley for making $2 million. I would like to see Vitor and Jake, because I think Vitor would beat Jake's ass. Left by a lot so far this is the boxing people talk about most instead of the best boxers fighting. This is what boxing has become. The promoters have not allowed the best fighters to fight the best. They protect their own interests, they protect their fighters, and they never let the best fight the best. And there's multiple champions in the same weight class, and they still won't fight each other to unify the belts. And this is what has allowed YouTubers to come in and take over the sport. And much, much more. I have them this weekend. I'm just going to let the board fall to me. Dalvin Cook, Zeke, CMC. Hopefully I can get one of those running backs. I did my draft tonight, as y'all can see with my Viking jersey on. You have like your really, really top tier wide receivers, but then there's a pretty big drop off. They didn't speak English. So like the UFC like wasn't getting them title fights as fast as people who did speak English. It absolutely was happening for, for a time in the sport. The reason why I brought that up though is because of the Stephen A thing, because I think it's a moronic, a moronic viewpoint to take. Yeah, I mean, we just saw Andre Olovsky show up on AEW Dynamite. Like, I, Not only that, we've seen Junior Dos Santos, Andre Olovsky. We've seen Cejudo on Dynamite. We've seen Vitor Belfort on Dynamite. We've seen Jorge Masvidal yeah. and Amanda Nunez. Like, it just like the fact that Tony Khan actually just did that. Fightful. 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 Steven Jensen. Yeah, that's the stuff I got going on. Uh, Fightful Select Weekender Podcast. Support Fightful and Fightful Select. Doug from RVD Tito for Loyal. Are we having fun yet? Because this thing has just got taken to a completely different level. Straight, straight from YouTube.com. Live rounds. The Marksman have arrived. Have arrived. Watching live rounds with Doug and Steven and being introduced to you by the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Will Ospreay. Um, you know, I was reading Twitter and 
seeing all the messages and uh first of all welcome to live rounds episode 83 um this is gonna be tough one man this is gonna be hard uh you know we as wrestling fans like we are always criticized to be like in a weird niche group and like not everyone understands the connection that we have to this business and to the wrestlers and when nights like this happen it just it just hits and you understand just how much these guys mean to you and you know, it's like when you go and you listen to a song, right? Like in wrestling, we have matches. We have moments. We know where we were. We know where, what what they meant. And I'm so sad that he died. And I, I can't believe the Briscoes. Jay Briscoe is now in past tense. You know, this one thing I text Bill is that, man, the Briscoes were just always there day one, you know, and I I can't believe that Jay is no longer with us. And, you know, I, I just don't even know how to process this, honestly. Like, I was taking a nap. I, I fell asleep while watching this show with my daughter. And I woke up to Texas and Jay Briscoe died. And I, 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 I'm almost at a loss for words. And I, I, I just don't even, I don't even know how, how to comprehend that, that he's gone and that he died so tragic. And that he's like a year younger than me. And, and I know how hard that must be for his family, his brother. And like, I just wanted more for him, man. I didn't, I didn't want to have this tragedy with this, you know, uh, it's just, it's just really hard to take in. And I know people think we're stupid because like we're crying over people we don't know, but damn it, we do know them, you know, we, we know a lot about them and we've been seeing them for, 20 plus years in wrestling and uh jay jay was such a badass man jay was so different jay was so different he was the briscoes were one of those things where like they could merge that independent wrestling with like that old nwa south like jim Cornette loved the briscoes right like it, everyone loved the briscoes because they just brought such a physicality and a style in, in a business that's called so fake. Like they, they were so real. And uh, it's just really hard to take right now. I don't know what your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I feel the same way. This, you know, I was, uh, me and Jeremy were interviewing Alec Price earlier tonight for the spotlight, and Jeremy like we were mid-interview and jeremy just kind of stopped and was like hey i don't mean to be a downer but you know just got the news that jay briscoe just died and we were all just we just kind of had to like i mean we, we like gave like some memories of him and we just kind of had to like compartmentalize it and just you know finish the interview um and right when right when it ended um is when i got back onto twitter and then i just saw because all i had seen up to that point was just tony khan's tweet because 
it was kind of it was brand new news. We talked, we it happened, we talked about it, we finished the interview, jumped on Twitter, and I just saw the outpour of this everyone in wrestling talking about it. Um, and it's uh I mean it's he's only 38, man. Like that's it, I just I'm definitely at a loss for words as well, man. It's uh it's it's tough. It's you're right about you know, we get connected to these wrestlers. And we, especially ones like Jay Briscoe, that we watched for so long. I mean, most of my life, just in general, not even as a wrestling fan, just most of my life, Jay Briscoe has been a professional wrestler that I've known about. You know, like and a guy that I've been a fan of. And them not to make it about this because this the conversation is not about this. I just want to throw this out there because I think this is an important point that needs to be made. There's probably a lot of people out there right now, and once again, this isn't to start fights or anything. This is just my honest opinion there's probably a lot of people out there that probably said a lot of fucking stuff about him that like now wish they didn't like because now you don't have the chance like there is there this guy should have been in front of more eyes this guy should have been a part of major promotions the briscoe should not have been shunned the way that they were in recent times and i think this is just just I seem to put it out there. Like we have to be better to each other and to those of us, even when we do things that are wrong, we have to be better as a group, especially as wrestling fans, because wrestling fans can be very fickle, myself included, all of us. We have to be better about letting like letting people change and accepting the change and accepting people getting better because it's a I didn't mean to curse earlier because we try not to on the show. It's a it's a real shame that Right now, we should be talking about the Jay Briscoe finally being in front of millions of viewers on TBS. We should be talking about the Briscoe brothers and FTR. We should be talking about all the and we are, you know, the, the incredible matches and, and you know, and what a, what a what a high note to go out on, like professionally, like the last thing that they'll be remembered for. Some of the greatest matches ever in tag team wrestling. Yeah. Um, so at least there's that, right? Like at least there's something like somewhat positive. I feel like what what I mean. What a what a career, but like as a human being, it's you never ever want to hear about somebody just dying tragically like that. A guy with a family, a guy by all accounts, and I I think I've talked about this before, but like Ian Riccoboni, I take I take what he says very very seriously, and I think it holds a lot of weight because he's a part of the LGBTQ plus community. He's a guy who's known Jay Briscoe personally for decades, always talking and tweeting about. What a great guy he is backstage. What a great guy he is to all people of all walks of life. And I just wish that that was, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just, it's just really, really, it honestly, it really bothers me that, that they had this like really this weird stigma about them amongst pockets of the wrestling community that just would not let them you know what I mean? It's just like, I hate that. I hate the fact that like now we're looking at it and I bet everybody, even people that were big detractors of them recently, I better sitting there going, well, I mean, it's not like I wanted the guy to die. You know what I mean? Like maybe we yeah. should have been a little less harsh and maybe, you know, these guys should have been in front of more eyes. Um, they're and, and, and one honestly, of the best tag teams ever. And it's, that's saying a lot considering they were never in WWE or AEW. They're, yeah. they are one of the best tag teams in wrestling history. Yes. And on top of that, there's a lot of people 
that are saying how great of a father, how great of a person he was that were dead silent when they were trying to cancel them. And that bothers me too. Like you, you could have said something you were too afraid to. And, and like, it's just unfortunate. Like I'm, I'm very happy that they did get the opportunities that they did get, Yes, but it should have been more. They were, they were that good. And you know, you could say FTR tag team of the year and all that, but honestly, if the Briscoes were a part of TBS and AEW and able to be on there, like they're right there with them. They're yep. right there with the Young Bucks. They're right there with all of them. So uh in that aspect, yeah, this is um and like, you know, NXT mentioning them and like it's just the fact of like Everyone knows the Briscoes, the WWE, everyone. They all know the Briscoes. They've been around forever. And this is like, by the way, they, they, who, whoever has the stick up their ass at Turner Networks needs to let it slide for one night and let, and let AEW do Memorial to Jay Briscoe on television. Maybe, maybe the Briscoes can get into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame now, or maybe, Maybe the Briscoes can get their wrestling figures, you know, like maybe yeah. they can be put in video games. And it's so sad this couldn't happen while Jay was alive. I agree. Like, that's what pisses me off about this kind of stuff is we could have celebrated the man. He could have felt this love while he was alive and felt the redemption and known that like, I, you know, I accomplished it and I'm better. And like the, the like, we're past it. You know what I mean? Like, and I can just move on and be one of the best wrestlers ever. And a great human being outside of like this one very niche thing that happened forever ago that people that some people just won't let go of. And by all other accounts, great husband, great friend, great guy backstage, great leader, give you the shirt off of his back. You don't hear one bad thing about the guy. And yeah. it's just like that that should be what people talk about. And that's what I feel like people are talking about. It's just unfortunate that it takes something like this for some people to come around when it comes to this kind of stuff, in my opinion. And then Effie tweets out, Jay Briscoe showed me respect and love when everyone told me he wouldn't. If you knew Jay, you knew he would uplift everyone in the locker room, regardless of whatever world they came from, came to wrestling from. The best rest easy, brother. Okay, like, I'm about to retweet. That. I didn't see that yet. That was from Effie. Oh, I just saw it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That means a lot too. I mean, that's just when people from that community are, are standing up and saying these things, um, you know, it, it, it holds way more weight than me saying it. Like, right. like, and I think that's the whole point is like, you know, it's, you know, but it's just one of those things. Okay. I'm going to move past that. I just wanted to throw that out there because like, obvious, I, it really bothered me. Cause I, I did, I'm not going to name names, but I, there were people I saw tonight that were saying all this great stuff about him that I, I, I remember certain things. I remember some of these people, saying really bad stuff about him just a few weeks ago for stuff from forever ago. And it's like, I don't, I don't like that kind of energy, man. Like, I'm just being honest. People like, okay, now, now you're going to sing his praises, but before you wanted, you wanted him canceled off the television three weeks ago. Like, you know, so like, you know, but that all said, dude, I mean, I can't, Mark has got, I mean, I can't imagine what he's going through, dude. Like, I yeah. can't imagine losing my brother. And also, did you hear that Mark's birthday is tomorrow? Oh, well, that's just icing on the cake. So these are reminded of that every year. That this, you know, that's as someone I lost my mom 
on you know, right on my birthday as well. You know, it's like I I know the it that sucks, dude. That sucks. Yeah, I lost, I I lost so my dad. I lost my dad right around my birthday. Yeah. Uh I did we did uh his uh burial and all that the day before my birthday. Yeah, so you know you know exactly how it feels to you, man. And like yeah, like that's just nothing that's nothing I would I would wish that upon my worst enemy having to deal with that every year. I mean, just I mean it's something that it's so strange because like I wonder what Mark not that this is about this, but I wonder what Mark does going forward. If he if he wants to continue in yeah. playing, or if he just you know this is if he calls it a career at this point, or or what? Because like Jay, another thing we need to throw out there, of course, is Jay was a very accomplished singles wrestler, former Ring of yeah. Honor World Champion multiple times, yeah. and a guy who was a real draw on his own, like not even just yeah. with the tag team. So I mean, we the wrestling world lost a real star, um, and the the just humanity lost it once again by. I'm just going to say by all accounts, because I've forgiven the man for whatever, right? Like I'm saying by all accounts, he's, he's a good dude. And, and and no matter what you thought of the guy, no, obviously nobody deserved what, I mean, a car accident out of the blue, like what, a, and there's other people affected by this too, that we, we don't know more about it. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's just a terrible situation. This sucks. It's awful. It's awful. And like, I don't feel like we've lost a lot of, like, from this generation. Right. So this one hits hard, right? Because it's like, like the guys that are our age. Yeah. I mean, yes. yeah. You know, like, I saw Davey Richards post a video and start crying. And that yeah. that guy doesn't really show a lot of emotion. So well, it's he like, works as a paramedic, so he sees people die all yes. the time. So, like, yes. you know, he's going to be way more desensitive to it than we would be in right. balling, you know? Yeah. So it, it's one of those things that, like, I'm just not used to the Kevin Steens, the Brian Danielsons, like, the Nigel McGinnises, the Samoa Joes, the AJ Styles. Like, that's what that's what the Briscoes are in. That's that category that they're in. Yeah. And, and and let's let's be honest. Like, Jay was the star out of the group. Like, and so for him to be gone, it's just I. I just can't. I don't even know what the Briscoes are. And like I said, like Mark, I I hope financially they're okay. That's my biggest thing. Like I hope he doesn't have to wrestle to make money, and then like he can know, you know, like I'm sure fans will take care of them and do whatever they can for them. I think Tony is like in his 100%. tweet pretty much alluded. Like he, I think he said it in the tweet itself, something along the lines of like I've got you and your family with like with, with what yeah. You're so, so I just. I don't know, but like, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to kind of be all over the place. You know, I might cry, then I might be fine. I might cry. Like, I just, I'm processing this right now. Yeah, for sure. That he is gone. And not just that, that like my friends, my, like so many of my, my friends, so many of my favorite wrestlers, we're all hurting right now, right? Like it, it just like, it feels an emptiness in our community because we lost a really stable piece of that community that has been there for so long. Like, I just remember like at WrestleCon and I saw the Briscoe sit, sitting over there and I was like, do I need to upgrade my picture? Because my picture with them is kind of lame. And I was just like, the Briscoes will be at everything. Like I'm not even worried about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because they're they're always there. You know, and then they wrestled like 
freaking like eight times that weekend or something crazy like that, you know? Uh, and then like, I didn't go to the damn Dallas show, the, the dog collar match. I could have been at that thing. And I decided not to go. It, it was just like, you know, I saw the Briscoes and, and FTR already. They made a short term announcement on that. So I was like, you know, I just didn't get the tickets, whatever. It's like, damn, man, I wish I went to that thing now. Yeah. It's, it's so tough. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm really glad I got to see them uh, live in GCW recently. Like that, yes. you know, and they were great for that promotion. They fit in so well. Like, yeah, those guys should have been GCW. Like if they, if they weren't going to get opportunities in WWE or AEW, those guys should have been long, like long time, long before that, they should have been involved with GCW. I, I know obviously they were tied down with Ring of Honor for a long time. And they, and they, I shouldn't even say tied down. Like they were like the face of the promotion for a long time. Um, yeah, man, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a rough one. Um, and I, it's been a long time. I don't honestly, and this isn't obviously not to com- compare, um, of course, but like in this, obviously as it's, it's happening right now. So we're watching it play out in recency bias, I guess, yeah. and everything. But I, I don't know if I've seen something like this before when wrestling, when you think about it, like somebody passing away and seeing like, I, th- I guess it's different because, it was almost, I don't want to say taboo, but it was almost like they were just like the group that was never spoken of because like, why would WWE mention the Briscoes? Cause they were never part of the company. Yeah. You know, why would AEW mention the Briscoes? They're not allowed to, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like to see Shawn Michaels be like, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. You're like, yeah. damn, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, everyone knew the Briscoes and it's just no one, you either couldn't, you either weren't allowed to talk about them or they just weren't a part of your company. So, or your company's history. So it just, it wouldn't come up, you know? So, but it's like when, when guys like Shawn Michaels are tweeting Russ and peace, Jay Briscoe, who are just, who you would think would just be so disconnected from kind of them. Like, you know, you, yeah. you know, and it's like, um, and, and like, you know, when, when like, well, the Benoit stuff is obviously its own whole thing, but like Guerrero is probably a better example for something like this. Well, if like yeah. Eddie Guerrero died, when Twitter was big, like it is now, it, I think it would yeah. have been similar to what we're seeing. Right. You know, I, I don't think I've seen a wrestler die in like the current social media space, how it is the way that I'm seeing everybody talking about Jay Briscoe right now. Um, it's just so, so weird wild. too. Cause I I'm looking at this picture of him and it's like, he's gone. Like I'm not used to see thinking of Jay Briscoe in that way at all. He posted like I, a tweet like today with like a new hat. Yeah, a new hat. Yeah. Thirteen time, you know, seven hours ago. Uh, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Uh, I just, man, like I, I don't even, I don't even, I, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't fathom the idea that Jay Briscoe is is gone. Like I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I mean, like, even legacy wise, right? I mean, arguably, dude, like, to me, he is like this generation, like the Briscoes are like this generation's like road warriors. Like they yeah. were badasses. Like going to an ROH event live and when Jay Briscoe would come around the corner, it was different. 
you felt different. It was like, oh, the shit is on, and you knew it. Like he he embodied something that was different. The intensity was insane, dude. I don't know if me and Bill front row, uh, ROH TV taping Adam Page versus Jay Briscoe, and Jay gives Adam Page the dridge, the Jay Driller right in front of us through a table on the outside. And I mean, I saw Jay so many times, and and like. That's another thing is I don't know if anybody's met them, but like, dude, the Briscoes were super friendly. Jay and Mark are very friendly. And it almost took me back a little bit because I'm so used to what he portrayed in the ring. But I mean, like really greet you with the smile, nothing but love, friendly, like just like very welcoming, you know? Um, And I know they're very religious, you know? And I don't, I don't know what that means to people, but like, I hope that they find peace, that they know where they're going, you know, like that Mark at least has a feeling that he knows where his brother's going and they can, they can be okay with that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of times a tragedy like this happens and people have that type of belief. It helps them get through things like this. Sure. So I, I hope that Mark has that, but by just, well, to their authenticity, you know, like you mentioned at the top of the show, even Jim Cornette liked them. It's because they were just yes. chicken farmers from Delaware. Like that there was yes. no, it wasn't a gimmick. Like, they were, I mean, they, they turned it up to 11, like all great wrestlers right. do. But like, they, that, that was, they, the Briscoes were just genuine. I, I totally, they, they kind of remind me of like, the Diaz brothers of wrestling. Yeah, that's a really good comparison, actually. That's a re- I've never actually thought about that before. That's probably the best comparison that I've heard. Like, um, him, yeah, Nate and Nick are very similar in a lot of ways to Mark and Jay. Right. Wow. And it, it, it just to me, like, they, they like who hated the Briscoes? If you were actually like just a wrestling fan, I'm talking about all the stuff outside of whatever, but I mean, just as a wrestling fan, there's no way you can just be like, Oh crap, here comes the Briscoe match. You know what I mean? Like they were so awesome. And I hate to talk about them in past tense because Mark's still here, but like, well, the team's past tense now. I mean, it's yeah, I know there's no more Briscoe brother. That's crazy. It's just, it, it, like I said, day one, day one, you yeah, know? Ring of Honor, first first show. And yeah. I'll say this too, you know, we never saw washed Jay Briscoe. Like nope. Jay was still in his prime all the way till the end. Like yep. that guy was incredible. And honestly, like I think he could have been a top guy in any company. And, and like if he wasn't so original and about himself, like and loyal, man, like Ring of Honor did not offer the most money. They did not offer the best deal, but he always, they always stayed with Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? Like, they're just good dudes, man. And like, I just, I hate, I hate the way this has ended, you know? Yeah. I mean, they definitely, if there's a Ring of Honor, like Mount Rushmore, for sure, like they're they're, on those it. guys are on that for sure, unquestionably. They're on it. Um, and yeah, and honestly, just like if you're talking independent wrestling, Mount Rushmore uh, for tag teams, they're probably there. Um, and just like overall, depending on what you like in wrestling, 
the only thing you can hold against them in like a ranking is the only thing is no WWE, no AEW. That's literally yeah. it. If they had any kind of run in either of those companies, you're talking about them just like the 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 greats. I mean, and they yep. they are. They deserve to be in that conversation. It just yep. and here's here's one thing. Once again, just trying to find a little bit of a silver lining. There's going to be thousands of new Briscoe fans that are made tonight that didn't even know about these guys or just heard about them. And they're going to seek out their stuff and they're going to be like, how did I miss Jay Briscoe? You know what I mean? Like he's he's about to get a whole second fan base after death, probably. Um, You know, it's just, it's, and I I hope if Mark continues, I mean, I, you know, and that once again, I don't want to speculate. I have no idea what Mark's going to do going forward. And I would obviously respect whatever decision he made, but, um that's going to be if he returns to wrestling that's going to be one of the most emotional things we've ever witnessed um yeah the way the fans are going to respond to that the the way he um but also once again if he doesn't if he wants to just retire and like you know he's me and my brother got to go out together and you know on bangers you know that the whole world got to see like that's uh um or yeah i mean yeah that this would be like the obvious if he wants to if he wants to come back like for real like yeah you strap up mark like you make you make the show about mark for a while like you honor jay through mark and and give mark because mark mark never got the the due he deserved either to be honest as a singles guy he was always in the shadow of jay um yeah. but but it was that's not even mark's fault jay was just ultra charismatic the guy was such a star like it, like you said he, he could have been the main guy in any company uh, I remember even doing videos and being like, I don't like that Jay Briscoe is a single star because he had no buildup and he immediately went from being the Briscoes to like uh, being a, a singles guy becoming champion. And I didn't like it. And like, I just remember like a couple of years after that video and I was just like, man, I was wrong about Jay Briscoe. Like this guy is an absolute star. I remember one time we were in San Antonio and like, Adam Cole called out Jay Briscoe and Jay came out and it was just like, dude, this guy is different. Like he's just a star. He just knew it, you know? Like Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, this the kind of kind of like kind of like Eddie and Ray with like they went with Mark, um, you know, kind of similar to that Romeo. You know? And I agree, I actually liked I liked that too. I didn't take that as like a disrespectful thing when it happened. Um, like a lot of people were negative on Ray because they were like, they're only giving him the title because Eddie's dead. And it's like, well, it's also Ray Mysterio. Like it isn't like we're talking about some jabroni here. Like this guy is a world champion level guy. It's just, it says the stars have aligned in a way in which now is the perfect time to go all the way with Ray because you, you can simultaneously give Ray what he deserves and also celebrate eddie you know and it'd be this, a similar thing with mark where like mark deserves to be a top guy already and you could also celebrate jay through this so i you know once again that's only if mark is going to continue to wrestle i mean that's that's the last thing on his mind right now i guarantee you that i mean that's he's probably not thinking about wrestling at all um i i can't imagine um uh, Jericho's tweet says Bear's gone. I have not seen Jericho's tweet. I'm going to pull it up. Right I'm now. not either. He's probably already donated to the family. And hadn't said anything about it. Um, right. I mean, dude, that guy, I saw Jericho. I think, did I tell you? In the, oh, in our God. No, that's bad. Wait, what? Uh, 
Oh, says, please pray God. for Jay Briscoe's family. Trust me, this is worse than you think. God. I, I'm afraid that he lost a child as well. Yeah. Man. I saw it um, in our in our AW figure group on Facebook. Chris Jericho donated to like some random guy in our group's mom who was battling cancer. He, it was just Chris Jericho on her GoFundMe for a thousand dollars the other day. I saw him post it. It's just like it's incredible. Like Chris Jericho's out there just donating to fans' parents who are bad, just random people that are battling cancer. Like um, that's very scary to see. Because I mean, Jericho would obviously know. I wish he wouldn't have tweeted that though, because it's. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be one of those people that gets on Jericho for tweeting that. Obviously he, he doesn't mean, uh, I don't think he has any ill intent behind putting something like that out there. Obviously I, I don't like being gay just, with this kind of stuff because now, now the speculation is going to be going crazy about what, what does he mean by that? Um, that's, yeah. I think uh, that he, he knows what happened though. And so I think that it's, it's bad. Oh no. I, I think he knows what I, I don't doubt that he knows what happened. Um, and it isn't his news to give out either. And that's a big part of these, this kind of process also. Um, like I, um, and, and honestly, once again, I don't hold that against Jericho at all for tweeting that. I want to make that really clear. Um, I just know that when, when people tweet stuff like that, where it's like, this is worse than you think now everyone's with like, you know, um, and there are people in the chat and I know I've seen some stuff on Twitter as well about, um, yeah, there, there was kids involved in this too, apparently. Um, yeah. Here's the thing that I think people really have to understand about social media is, man, like we're not trained on this, right? Like, and we're nothing is like, this is not your final thought. This is us processing what is going on in real time. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say something that might come across as insensitive, but it's just like the DeMar Hamlin thing, right? Like it was pretty, we never seen anything like that. It looked like the guy was going to die. And technically he did die on the field and they brought him back. But some things you can say might come across as harsh or insensitive or rushing to judgment or whatever. But like, we're all learning in real time and processing everything in real time. Right. Like the Benoit conversation became very different. A lot of a lot of people might not know this, but like when Chris Benoit first was died, all we did was just celebrate his life. There was a raw tribute show, yeah, a three hour tribute show to him. everything was like it was it was Eddie all over again. Basically. When I remember even like anyone who because you were obviously a part of this, the YouTuber yes. community back then, it, a yes. lot of people were uploading videos like. Like yes. crying and being, you know, and there was just, you know, no one knew. And then the videos obviously and the tone of the WWE and everybody, it changed over time. But, right. but no, I do. I remember, I remember that really well. I remember YouTubers like taking some videos down and stuff. Cause they were like, they were crying about how sad it was that we lost Chris Benoit. And then it was like, Oh yeah, never mind. Like didn't realize this is what happened. And, and you but know, it was, but it was literally almost shortly after raw. Like after Raw, yeah. there was if you started checking the internet. So imagine if Twitter was around at that time. And right. imagine the stuff that people would have been saying and like True, and yeah. a lot of people thought Kevin Sullivan killed her. And I mean I'm not kidding. Like no, I if remember, Twitter I remember, was yeah. around, if Twitter was around, these are the type of things that would be everywhere. 
you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, imagine, imagine if Chavo had Twitter, like he could have, he could have played the last message that Chris sent him if he wanted to on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like it's just a totally different game now. So, you know, Literally right now on my timeline is Jay Briscoe's funeral and people are writing like their, their condolences for him. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it feels like right now. Everyone's sharing their thoughts and their opinions and stuff. And uh, it's just, it's just crazy to, to know what's, what's, what happened, what could, could have happened, what, what like could still be happening. Like, I, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, the Benoit situation was weird. Alexander, he mentioned that Vince faked his death on TV the week before, and then Vince came out and announced. But I, dude, I remember when, because uh, I remember I, I hadn't seen anything on the internet up to that point, or maybe I hadn't checked the dirt sheets or whatever, um, or the news wasn't out. I don't remember it. I, but I do remember exactly where I was. I was, I was in college but i was home for like a weekend so i was at my parents house and i was in the basement and i turned on raw and i remember the graphic coming up saying you know chris benoit rest in peace with like you know the years that he was that he lived and everything and i remember like that was one of the most surreal things i've ever experienced because i was like this has to be like like this is the vince thing like now they're faking benoit's death like what's what what is this you know and then when you start realizing it was real and you're like, whoa, and I remember just pacing back and forth and not being able to comprehend it. And like, I was constantly checking the websites and stuff and just whatever I could find out, like what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, watching the tribute show. Um, but yeah, no, you're totally right. Like, cause had that happened with Twitter around, I would have jumped on and started posting pictures and videos about, you know, how much I love the guy and all this stuff. And then, mere hours later i would have been it would have been a totally different story so it's uh it's it's crazy just um yeah processing this stuff in real time it's a real that's a really good point you brought up like because we're we're just living in a even 10 years ago it wasn't like this where i mean no five years ago even like probably no way and there's gonna be somebody that was like at a scene of the accident is gonna post something that they probably shouldn't or you should never know like it, it's just that the access now is so like crazy you know and, and i i just i don't know i just saw carrie silken post i just lost one of my kids like God. yeah i saw that yeah 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 sammy zane's tweet says um i don't have the words right now to properly convey my sorrow i love jay and mark briscoe always have i wouldn't be here without them I'm very lucky to have shared the ring and shared so many laughs with Jay Briscoe. And I'm so sad to know neither will happen again. RIP my friend. I mean, that's pretty much the, in a nutshell, what everyone's really saying that that really knew them. It's, it's a lot of don't have the words, love these guys. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at. You know what I mean? Just, and that he was a great father. Like, he was a great father. Yeah, great, great father, yes. loved his family. Like, Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, man. And they just keep coming, man. It's just like one by one, you know. It's like Moose, Sammy Callahan, Sammy Zang, you know, just Christopher Daniels. Like, it's just like, oh. <sighs> 
Yeah. And this wasn't even one of those like wrestling tragedies of like that you expect. This is just a complete no. a complete freak accident that could happen to anybody. And I mean they're the current Ring of Honor champions. Yeah, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, but that's uh I mean it's so it was so crazy. It's so crazy. And now I mean I'm just dreading what other news is going to come out after this, like about like who else yeah. had been involved in this. And so that's just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so hard to comprehend. Um, if you guys want to post like some of your favorite J memories, I'd appreciate it. We'll read some, we'll read them out. I, yeah. Don't worry about like just super chats and stuff. If y'all want to send them, we'll obviously put them on the screen and stuff and we'll prioritize them. But like, well, we're, we're going to do our best to, you know, we're keeping up with what everyone's saying in the chat. We're not, this isn't the, the intent is not to make money with, with talking about this. It's, um, you know, so just wanted y'all to know that. And like, I know, you know, it's controversial and everything, but like, and, and it's not the same, it's not the same connection or any of that, but like, I want I want people to truly think like if Marty Scroll died, if Tessa Blanchard died, if any of these people that you so call hate died, like how would you feel? And if you feel like, you know, maybe I went too hard on this, or maybe I maybe I, I did, you know, think about that. You know, I'm not here to defend anybody, but I'm just here to say that like part of life should be redemption. And you, people should be allowed to be redeemed. And one thing that was great about Jay is he did everything he could for redemption. Literally everything he could. And the sad thing was, is it wasn't accepted by a lot of people. And I just, I just think people need to understand that, you know, we're human and we don't want people to die. And we don't want these tragic things to happen but like a lot of this is like you're killing their soul. You're killing their livelihood. You're taking away money from their families. Like you are trying to destroy them as a person and you're just not thinking overall what they would go through in this. So I just want you to think about that whenever we immediately try to cancel someone. I mean, like, okay, we look at Velveteen Dream, right? That guy's been arrested multiple times, clearly has a problem, clearly has a problem. But, like, look at Big Bill on AEW, right? Dude clearly had a problem, almost died in an indie show, real alcoholic, and now he's thriving. He's doing very well, you know? Like, people deserve second chances. And I just... I want I want people to think of that. Yeah, no, I that's kind of the point I was making at the top of the show too. Just yeah, that kind of that whole idea of just it doesn't go for everyone. They're gonna definitely there's definitely bad people out there that like that for deserve sure. to not be a part of stuff and be a part of communities. I totally I'm totally with that, but we also need to calibrate a little a little bit. I think as a wrestling community, sometimes in a society, but specifically with wrestling fans here i think we need to calibrate a little bit here um and uh because i think jay brisk is a very very good example of this unfortunately of somebody that once again i saw a lot of people that were hating on him a few weeks ago that are singing his praises right now and it's like you didn't have to be you didn't have to be outraged 
like you could you could have just accepted it like so many other people did and like that's the thing too it's like do people not understand the short leash that comes with these kind of things like if he would have repeated that behavior he'd be done forever and everybody knows yeah. that you know what i yeah. mean like i just don't understand how some people just can't get past certain stuff to the point where it's like once again like velvet and dream is a very good example it's clear yep. as day that he shouldn't be a part of any of these companies. Like the there's a full there's a full on track record of it. But then right. I'm not going to name names, but like Jay Briscoe is probably a good example of something like this where it's like, now the guy's dead. Do you think was it worth it? Like that's my real question. Was it worth it? Was what the things you said about him, the things that you did, and the years that, that y'all got into to keep him off of, to keep him off of Turner Networks to the point where like, the the ass boys had to like build their feud on television with that's ridiculous i agree like it's completely ridiculous and i was and to be fair i was quiet about it because i work for outlets that i I really respect and i don't want to give a lot of controversial views on stuff because you know i don't want you know i just don't want to be that guy um and but for a long time you know i did i still did defend the briscoes and i I said look this person saying this about this person once again, you say you're Effie and Ian Riccoboni, these people that, that their voice should matter more than mine in these kind of conversations. They keep vouching for them over and over and over. And it's like, listen, I'm going to listen to these guys. Like th- yeah. this sounds, and just, we, we, there needs to be more of that. And, and I, and I'm guilty of it, honestly, because now, now that the guy's gone, now I'm sitting here going, now I'm really being vocal about how messed up I honestly, in my, in my honest personal opinion, I thought it was absolute bullshit. That they weren't allowed yeah. on AEW television. Absolute bullshit. Um, and like Tony and now, could now, never now, even have them on a post-fight presser. Like after they win the yeah. belts, they can't they, even have them on a post-fight presser. When they even Tony's even out really there, talk talk about, I want them, and they won't let me have yeah. them. And I want them. I own the company. They won't let me put them on television. The goal was hey. to put them on full gear. The goal was to put yeah. FTR and and the Briscoes on full gear, and it did not happen because of whatever reason. And it's just, they deserve better, man. They deserve to perform in front of 16,000 people. And, you know, like they deserve to be on the biggest stages. They were that good. Um, I Like I said, at least I am glad they, they, man, they had that. And like, honestly, we even said this, like if they were actually able to build up FTR and the Briscoes, that's beauty of the year. That is beauty of the year. But because all we got were just matches, we couldn't we couldn't do it, right? But but that was feud of the year. Like it, the fact that the Briscoes are in like year twenty, and they're the ones that are having matches of the year. Like, I mean, if that doesn't solidify a legacy, I don't know what does. You know what I mean? I saw so, um, I saw this too. This is a little off topic, but I mean, it goes hand in hand in a lot of ways. I saw. Kevin Nash, uh, he was talking to Sean Oliver on their podcast uh, recently. I think it was just today or the other day. I saw a clip of it. Um, but yeah, Kevin Nash is, I mean, he's, he's hurting bad right now. He, you know, he, he was just, uh, he basically said, I think he said, it was very sad what he said. He said something like, uh, he's like, it's been like 12 weeks since my son died and, you know, time flies when you got a gun in your mouth. You're just like, damn, you know, and he's like, yeah, man, I just wake up. First thing I think of is, how he's not here and he's not coming back. And then I realized I don't have anything I need to do that day. So I just stay in bed and just like, you know, you had that on top of Scott Hall and it's just like, 
you know yeah it's tragic it's, this is tragic stuff man. too much hitting is, all at one time yeah and this is real life stuff and this is the stuff where like you know these are the kind of things that you i feel like people really just need to y'all we all we all have to remember these kind of moments and how these kind of things feel and I know it's a part of life and it's something that um it really sucks when you have to go through it and that's why you have to really make the most and really enjoy the good the good times because at the end of the day you know you never know i mean we're all gonna essentially end up the same way you know what i mean at the end of the day so it's like it's on it's on us to in yourselves to you know to really appreciate what you can um and don't and don't get in the way of other people enjoying their lives either if they're not out there hurting anybody um, yeah so that, that's a big one mind your freaking business like yeah. honestly like if if it doesn't involve you then leave it alone like yeah i completely agree i i uh man i i'm still just so so shocked i'm so shocked that he that he's gone it I don't know. We got a couple super chats. Let's read those out. Talk sure. about it. Um, Thank you for the super any, chats, by the way. Well, we will we will read all of them and put them on the screen, like I said. But we're not like pushing super chats like we normally do tonight. But we do yeah. appreciate them as always. Absolutely. Um, I mean, maybe we'll take some super chats and buy like some. I'm sure they'll have some sort of Jay Briscoe merch or something that we can. We'll, we'll buy some T-shirts or something. Pro wrestling, that, pro wrestling tees is going to be lit with Jay Briscoe stuff. Maybe we'll do that. that. Any any super chats that we make, like I'll just you know we we'll just split that or, and 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 we can just take part of that money and both of us will buy like Jay Briscoe T-shirts or something. And that way, the money goes to their family. Y'all pitched in for it, and we'll promote it on the show and say, you know, go buy it, you know, here where we got it, or so. You know, we at least put put the super chats to, to good use, where the money still still winds up helping the family in some way. We'll figure something out, out like that for for sure. So it says, guarantee that most people who pointed a finger to Briscoes have said far worse things in their personal lives. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. This is from Chris Warden. Thanks, Chris, as Thanks, always. Chris. And yeah, we kind of discussed this. Yeah, and we agree. Just. It's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Alexander Fitzgerald, thanks. I appreciate that, man. She's rest in yeah. peace, Jay Briscoe. I had a chance to see the Briscoes versus the All Night Express and ROH Honor Take Center Stage in 2011. And that was my first time seeing the Briscoes live, and I've been a fan since. Yep. Yeah, that something was about that, like man. Any King and something, Red Titus? Something about, dude, yeah. When, when you're when you were at an ROH event and they had those signs up at the front and you pounded shit out of it with your hand and like they're coming out and you're saying man up like man up man up yeah. and you just pound the shit out of that thing and my hand would be like all swollen I'd be so fired up like that man they were different dude they were different yeah yeah um I saw that too, Caesar. Um, Caesar Perez said Amari Miller um, attempted suicide a week ago. I saw, I saw someone, either herself or someone else, tweet about that like today too. Mental health's very, very, very real. Um, the, 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 you know, the Jay Briscoe stuff. Obviously, that's just a complete freak accident, a car, you know, a car yeah. accident. But um, the other stuff kind of along the lines of like Amari Miller, Kevin Nash, and this other kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. Reach out for help if you need it. There's really, there's really no simpler way that I can put it. You know, and it sounds very basic. I mean, it probably sounds like I 
you know, kind of I'm nonchalantly saying it, but like, honestly, like that's really, um, if you have anybody you can reach out to, reach out to them, um, or something, find wrestling fans, find people to, to play video games with something like just don't, don't ever take your own life. That's the worst, not only for yourself, but for the people around you, you're ruining everybody's lives when, when you make those kind of decisions and, um, yeah, it's on. It's honestly a, a selfish decision. As as bad as that sounds, it's just one of those things that you just don't think of the impact until it's over. It's a permanent. And, is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Like you. And, and the sad thing is, is I honestly think everyone's thought about it at some point in their lives. Like it, that's just the world that we live in at this point. Like, and all I can say is, man, as dark as things get, things always get better. Like you just kind of have to weather the storm sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I know what it's like when you see no light at the end of the tunnel and you feel like everything is closing in and it's almost hard to breathe. And you don't know how to function. And it's like, you thinking 10 steps ahead when you can't even focus on just the day. And then you, you, you think about it and you're like, man, do I even want to get out of bed? Like I had all these plans, right? Like, Oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there. And then it's like your day off. And you're like, ah, I just don't even want to do anything right now. I'm just going to stay on. And then you're mad at yourself all day for not actually going out and doing something. And that's why Cody Rhodes says, do the work, just get up, just do it. Sometimes you just have to push yourself. And uh, yeah. So my best advice on that end is just, man, just like it will get better. Don't give up and just keep fighting because like things will, will get better. So. And you kind of all in a nutshell. Um, yeah. Well, kind of saying this jokingly a little bit to lighten the mood a little bit, but the, but honestly I do kind of see do the work being the new never give up or the new hustle, loyalty, respect kind of thing. Like I could see that being like a really big motto that like WWE pushes like towards kids with Cody being like the face of their company. Um, um, <laughs> he's the know. Cena. He's, he is. I honestly, that's what. Let's go. I'm wearing the shades too. I'm really wearing the shades because my eyes are like puffing a little bit because I don't want to cry on camera. But, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Do you want to go through other topics this week? Or are you, are you feeling that? Yeah. Anymore? I mean, I, I, I'm I, I don't know. I, it seems pretty silly to talk about Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay well, at funny, a time like, like this. And we have all this stuff we want to talk about, we need to say about Vince, but like it's a totally different. Like I'm not, I, I don't know if I have like the energy to get mad about Vince McMahon being at the WWE right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like I. Uh, it's almost comical at this point. Like I, I, I don't even. Yeah. Ah. We can do some uh, some action figure purchases real quick, and then that might lift the mood a little bit, and then we can go into some other topics and maybe really all Let's we really need some... to get through. Really, all we really need to get through is like talking a little bit of events, a little you know, and Ganu and Jake Paul, kind of just what's going on in like the the free agency type situation yeah. with MMA. Um, we don't need to talk about the Minnesota Vikings, Romeo. We don't need to even put that in there. Not talk. We talk about the Cowboys. Yeah, congratulations! Hey, I hope I hope y'all win the whole thing now. I mean, that's yeah. you know, yeah. y'all are who I'm pulling for. 
I'm so proud of them, dude. I'm so proud. Like the everyone was doubting us. We looked like crap the week before, and like man, and, and like you know, like we we returned to form. I didn't think that that Cowboys team was still around. Like I felt like we were too beat up. We were too tired. We just didn't have it like we did earlier in the season. And then it's like that team showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That made me feel so good. Yeah, you guys are looking great. It was uh, the the missed field goals thing was bizarre. The four oh. missed field goals, I can't. I I I almost DM'd you only because like y'all were ahead, so it wouldn't have hurt yeah. that bad. But I was like, yeah. I almost DM'd you. I was like, Doug's. I told my brother because he was over here. I was like, Doug's probably broken his television. Like I like four <laughs> four missed field goals. I, I just was like, it's eighteen to zero. I can handle this. I'm right. fine. You know. And then it's like. It's 24 to six or whatever. Like I'm okay, but like, what the hell? And like, this is the thing. I don't know if you know this, but he used to be on our team a couple of years ago. Oh, I know. Yeah. And he, and he was God awful and he got cut and then he comes back and he plays like an all pro. He had, he hit uh, out of 53 kicks. He only missed three. He was 50 of 53 all year. And then the now when we need you the most, when everything is on the line, you're gonna pull this BS. Are you kidding me right now? Like I was like, where's his address? You know? Yeah. But I will say this: like, I do like the fact that they stuck with him because it's like we're we weren't get the confidence get up a little bit. Well, right. Well, it's game. like yeah. you got to give him credit. I mean, he won us some games, man. Like, and so it's like you can't just cut bait. And then, like, Dak went up to him because everybody's giving Dak a hard time for throwing his helmet when he missed the third one. I'm like, dude, why wouldn't Dak be pissed? He's dying out there. And, you know, but he went up to him and he was like, he's like, I played like shit last week. It's like, I understand. It's like, I understand that this is bad, bad game for you. It's like, but we're going to need you. We're going to need you. And let's, let's go. Like, get it together and we can win. Like, you can still do this. You know what I mean? So, they they've been supportive. Hopefully it works. I but like, dude, if it's like the game's on the line, oh it's a fifty-five God. yard field goal, and he gets the yips when we could have actually beat the San Francisco 49ers. Are you freaking kidding me? Like or he gets oh. the yips to tie the game on a PAT. Just, you know what oh, I mean? Like oh. Oh. everyone's gonna be all nervous, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, it was like so. watching Chuck Knobloch throw throw fastball from the second base into the crowd (laughs) like oh oh man um yeah let's get through some of these jay memories here let's see if we got some of these and then we'll go over and uh there we go amanda pay-per-view was the reason i fell in love with roh and more importantly the briscoes i will never forget watching that match in awe yeah and like ladder war is like synonymous with the Briscoes. Like anything ladder war is like just Briscoes. Um, they had some great. I mean, like Kings of Wrestling, the Young Bucks, the American Wolves. Like they wrestled like like Generico. The Generico. Like that's the thing that like people don't have any idea. Like that's one great thing that I do love the fact that the WWE and AEW and all that have embraced all those guys from that generation, because then it, it, it adds credibility to the Briscoes because it wasn't just that niche audience group that had matches. It's like, no, like they faced the greats yes. and they were great. You know what I they mean? They were peers so, with all of the top. Hundred percent. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I they were the they were the Dudley boys of ROH. They were like like they were the staple of that company over all of them. If 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 you made me pick what represents Ring of Honor, I'm picking the Briscoes over Brian Danielson over Nigel McGuinness, over Samoa Joe, over CM Punk. Like, the Briscoes were were Ring of Honor. Like, that is 100% fact. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's some more of them. Hey, I'll just let you go through and pick out any you want to pick out there. ROH is a huge part of my life. You was in high school, obviously. The Briscoes were a huge part of ROH. Feels like I lost a good friend. Crazy the connection we have to pro wrestlers. Yeah. You know? versus other sports yeah and i think it's just because like they give so much right they're at all these like that's one thing you're gonna see is like if you've been in this business for 20 years at an independent level you've had your chance to meet the briscoes at some point so everyone's got a picture or a story or something right everyone's seen a match something so it's gonna be like just non-stop of of just jay briscoe stuff yeah Briscoe's versus world's greatest tag team. That's, That's right. Another one. And they got their dad yeah. involved in that feud, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, KOW. He's a wrestling that was huge. Young Bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is this is very true. That's that's definitely gonna be a big one. Yeah. WrestleMania weekend, Jay Briscoe. You gotta put them in the Hall of Fame. You have 100%. to put them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they gotta go in the Hall of Fame. I, I I honestly think that there's gonna be a ten bell salute or some something, some sort of tribute, even like on Raw on Monday. Like, you know what I mean? Like I even companies that they weren't a part of, it's too big. This is too big of a loss to to the wrestling world, uh, for them not to be recognized by every every promotion that that means anything. He'll be celebrated amongst the indies everywhere and, and the companies he worked for, Ring of Honor and Impact and New Japan and stuff, I'm you know, I'm sure. But um it's on WWE. And I, I based on what I've seen but Triple H tweeting about it and Shawn Michaels and stuff, like I think WWE will give him some sort of recognition on their television. They they should. Yeah. Man. Just checking my Twitter timeline here real quick. Anything else? Yeah. I'll say this real quick, unrelated, just because we talked a little bit of football. I'm just going to say it just for the record so it's out there. Yeah. Um, right now it is uh, uh, January 17, 2023. Um, Ed Donatel will not be the Vikings defensive coordinator for much longer, <laughs> so just keep a lookout for that. Um, couldn't believe it. And Kevin O'Connell, I love you. but And he's, and he's apologized, but, bro, reverse – flea flicker whatever to cousins from jefferson yeah, third yeah, and one third in the playoffs yeah. yeah come on like we've I at what point that. were at what point were you like we might actually lose this game um honestly not until well i mean i always have that seed of doubt as i'm watching yeah the no, i know what you always. mean but like well but it's even more so with me than with most fans because we win so many games by one score so like you're sitting yeah, there the whole true. game just like okay well it's going to come down to the end regardless of what's going on now and it did again the irony here of course is the vikings went 11 and 0 during the regular season in one score games winning those 
only game we've lost all season by one score first playoff game like yeah kirk played great he's getting a lot of crap for the last throw to, to hawkinson the check down i get the Oof. hate i get the hate but like this isn't on kirk like this loss no, is not on kirk no. um and it's not even on kevin o'connell kevin o'connell has admitted that he made some big mistakes and i think he's going to improve and be even better next year their head coach this is on the defense um the defensive coordinator especially we have some older players that get paid a lot of money i think that's going to be a big um listen i love adam Thielen, and i hope they figure out a way of keeping him on the team at like a discounted rate but like guys like him eric kendricks harrison smith um, there's a lot of guys who are getting paid a lot of money that are, that are getting slower. And it's just one of those things where um, with the season we had this year and with how good Kirk played and how, how well, or how our offense, how efficient our offense was this year um, in the new, the new just vibe of everything with uh, Adolfo Mensa you know, as the GM and, and KOC as the, the head coach and everything. It's just, it was just ultra, ultra, ultra disappointing um, to see the season end that way. And then, the only silver lining, honestly, was immediately when that game ended, I just compartmentalized it to the back of my brain and just drove to Battle Slam because I was you know, <laughs> that that was that night and I was already late. Yeah. So I show up to Battle Slam. I uh, do my thing, get some pictures, hang out with some of my buddies, get some interviews, Baron Black, you know. And then I get home, and that's when we had the UDM that night. I got home from Battle Slam. And um, I finally started going through my DMs and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, Doug messaged me at some point during the game. Let's see what he said. I, I was just, you know, tunnel vision, not paying attention to any of that stuff. Especially when once we were down, I'm like, I'm not checking anything. Um, yeah. I know you were. I know you I know you aren't calling. You aren't reaching out to, like, trash talk. I just didn't no. want to even look at anything. Yeah, and, no, I got you. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, that's when I that's when it started really sinking in. I was like, all right, well, now the battle slam's over. Um Vikings are not going to be playing the rest of the season. And, and I started texting people that like, cause there was like plans that I was like, Hey, I may or may not be available on like this day or that day, you know, next weekend on a Sunday. And this is that cause the Vikings, depending on what time the Vikings game is and stuff. I don't worry about that anymore. So it's just, yeah. um, you know, now it's on to, you know, I bought a, I bought league pass for the NBA. I've been, been, been doing a lot of uh prize picks. And uh, yeah. so now we're on to the NBA season. I'm hoping your Cowboys win the Super Bowl. And um, I am just uh, just gambling on the NBA until NFL starts again. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've created a monster. I apologize. Yeah, dude, yeah. I missed by I missed by one on these parlays so often, man. One or point five, it's unreal. I almost I almost hit a hundred on a CD. A CD had four catches instead of six. Otherwise, I'd have hit a hundred. So yeah. that one sucked. But everything had- else was right. I had that one day, but I the back to back five hundreds where I hit for a thousand that one day. It was like I haven't done that since, but every now and then I have a real big day. But uh, uh yeah, the point five pain. That's dude. I I won't it's not bore y'all. Gambling, it's daily fantasy. Yeah, right. Okay. Daily fantasy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, but yeah, with my with real money. <laughs> so um, but uh, but one one of these days I'll just put up screenshots on the screen of like I have. Probably kidding now. Probably like thirty different parlays of like four to six leg parlays that I hit everything except for 0.5 on one of them, and I can show you at the top where the payouts would have been like five hundred, eight hundred, a thousand dollars. Like and instead, like the payout is just double, so it'll be like you know 
only like forty dollars instead of five hundred. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, uh, it hurts so bad, but it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, that's completely unrelated. But uh, but yeah, Prize Picks should uh, should sponsor us, by the way. That would be right. Heck yeah. yeah, no, they they they're fun. They definitely adds a, an element to things. Um, yeah, purchases? so I guess we, yeah, let's do purchases because I got a, quite a bit. So. Yeah, me too. I know some. We have some of the same. So like, um, if you yeah, want to, so if, if you post, if you show something, then I'll show it too. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go. I'll start then because um. Cause I know you should have some doubles of some of the stuff. Cause I know we talked the other day. Um, so I, I told you what I was getting the other day and then I showed you a picture of um, all the boxes sitting outside my door. Um, yeah. That wasn't even all of it. I got other boxes after that too. And before that. So I got a lot of stuff today. Um, first wow. thing, this is on, this is uh, something I, I actually got last weekend. Finally. I know you already have this, but I finally have one as well. Finally got the uh, the pain maker Jericho, so that's got to get it. Awesome, collection. Yeah. Gotta get guys. It. If you don't mind, please smash that like button. Let's get this thing out there. So I it's definitely free. appreciate if you could <laughs> smash that like button for Jay Briscoe. Smash that like button, uh, just just so people can see the message and you know see the emotions and everything. Because, like I said, like I I would love for Mark or someone to see something like this, just to know that like you know we care. Like this was yeah. this was. This, he he had an impact in our lives um and and not just our lives like i mean like half my life you know what i mean half yes. my life the briscoes have been there you know so it's just it's just one of those things that uh definitely and i mean i pray now like i don't care about any of this cancellation garbage i need that i need yes. briscoe figures like if you're going to do an ROH line, you have to have Briscoe figures. And oh, honestly, nothing against Brody, but I think a Jay Briscoe figure outsells Brody tenfold. Like, I just think that he just has such a huge impact on the business that I, I think it'd be way different than what they expect. Yeah. Um, I know you have this one, so I'll go ahead and show it. And I love this figure. This is one of this is an early contender for one of my favorites of 2023. I think we're only in January. I don't know if you agree, but the Ken Shamrock is badass. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's really good. The the head scan could be, I guess, a little bit better. But like, if I you love, if you go to the red one though, it's not as detailed as this one. Like, this is the best head scan they've ever done for him. Yeah. So yeah, and actually, it's a, it is a good head scan to be honest. Yes. I, you know, because you're it's tough to capture Ken Shamrock looking angry. It's I basically guess, after he punches his head, and he was like, you know, like yes, that's, that's in my mind, I'm is. thinking of like the yeah type thing. But this is more of after you're totally right, and I yeah. like that it comes with that era version of the Intercontinental Title because I don't have one of those. Okay, um, yeah, and no, uh, I love I love. I love the green uh, trunks and stuff too. So this is guys. Just to let you know, Target right now is selling these for eleven fifty. They're half off. So if you like any of these figures that we're talking about, legends wise, the legends, they're eleven fifty. Yep, including this one here that I know you also have, and this is so awesome. They made this figure. AJ Styles Absolutely. WCW. This is dying days of WCW right here. This is super so... super niche that they made this, but this is. I know what I I won't ruin it. Tell them what you I I knew you were gonna do this to yours. So I had to do this and I, I honestly am about to buy more and just do like a whole thing. I've got another idea that I think would be really cool. But 
This is the TNA AJ Styles. I had an X Division title from the old AJ Styles figures, but I think this turned out pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And um, what I want to do is like, there's like some on eBay for like, you know, eight, nine bucks used. And it's like blue tights. And then I want to get one of his old shirts from TNA, put that on there and uh, do it that way too. And then with another head. But yeah, this is this is super sick. I really yeah, like that, how this turned out. That was awesome. They they did a good job. Like that looks like it's well, funny because so like I, his picture on the, is, his picture looks like his TNA picture. Not, not yeah, yeah. Well, and then so I follow a guy named Alex West collects. He's a YouTuber like Kyle and all them, and he's on Instagram, and he posted a picture of his AJ that he did from TNA. And then Steve, action figure attack, who works for Mattel, wrote in the comments, this guy gets it. So it's like their whole point was so people can have a TNA AJ without the licensing. Yes. So, yeah, that's sick. That is sick. I love that. And also for me, because like being a WCW mark, it's just cool that this exists. Yeah. Um, Another one I know that you got, and this is one that I initially was going to pass on, and I was like, oh, it's too cool, and the price is right, and he's one of the best of all time. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. See, I didn't know they already had the Sherry out. I need to get that. I know. I thought the same thing. It's the SummerSlam, it, so look for it. Uh, I think, dude, it was even cheap on that ringside sell, too, and probably should have pulled. But it's like it matches the attire yes. with as well so yeah, yeah i, I saw kyle well. put them together on his channel and uh, yeah yes and i and that was my first thought when i saw that sean i was like oh, i wonder if they're gonna put a sherry out on like the next legends line and i was like oh there's already one out i didn't know that so um i'm gonna get the sherry martel for sure um another one i know you got this is another one where i made a sec a separate purchase because i had fomo and i was like why 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 am i not buying this i might as well the dingo warrior yes warrior Yes. Which is a two and one. I might actually get a second one so I could do both both head skulls because it's a totally different. I mean, you're looking at Ultimate Warrior versus Dingo. And do they are they able to release a sting? Could they do a sting like this, even though he's an AEW still? No. 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 Because they were gonna release the Starcade early, the early Sting, Crow Sting, and then they pulled and then that's when Sting showed up in AEW. So You know, when he's done with AEW, I guess they could if they wanted to work out a figure deal or whatever. But yeah, the, no, that that the is main part of it. The main reason I got it. Well. The main reason I got it is because I, like, I'm going to keep it as the Dingo Warrior. I think with yep, that head me too. because me I too. have the um, you know the one from the day before he passed away. I w- I've talked about it before, but I was there in New Orleans when he did the speech after uh, WrestleMania 30. I have that figure of like you know his last WWE appearance. So I feel like it'd be cool to have like you have like his first incarnation and then I have his last incarnation and then I'll uh, I'll get a warrior that has like him with like the IC and uh, world title from WrestleMania and then like I'll have all three solid warriors that you know kind of represent his whole career. Same same kind of idea for Shawn Michaels. I need to get some different generations of Shawn. Yeah, and um another thing too I saw somebody do is they took the Kerry Von Erich head and they put it on the Dingo Warrior, and it made the Texas Tornado. So oh. that was kind of a cool idea. And that makes sense because people think that there were he was a replacement also for yeah uh, yeah they think there was a second Ultimate Warrior that was actually Kerry Von Eric. 
Um, the next one, let me see if it's a, I think you already have this one too. Um, this was uh, a different, I got this actually last week. Um, my favorite wrestler in the world, Phil Brooks. Um, this is <laughs> this is the Walmart exclusive. So now I have, yeah. you know, I've you know, got all the CM Punks that you can really get. Uh, Man, like the Cody's, the Cody Supremes are like eight, nine deep. Like nobody's buying that thing at Walmart. Like it's going to have to go on clearance at some point. I love knowing that because I'll buy a bunch of them on clearance. Um, I already have one, but I'll get a bunch more on clearance. Um, this one, I don't think you bought. I have an idea for it potentially. I might, I might do a, a U move and Frankenstein this one a little bit. So I got Mighty Molly. Yeah, and I don't have it. Now, I don't care that much about Mighty Molly. But what I do think is cool is the second head scan. I can oh, make you Miss, WCW Miss Madness because I've yeah. already got I've already got two of these savages, so yeah. I can you know I could put like a one of his shirts on her or something. But yeah. she always she wore the the weird the thing that said Miss Madness on like the 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 paper the or whatever. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I was thinking about that. I was like, this would be kind of cool because I could get like a Medusa and I could do like a whole Team Madness kind of setup. Yeah, that's display. true. So That's I'm going to cool. pretty much use her. I'm going to probably just rip off the cape and stuff and just make a Miss Madness out of this one, I think. Not um, sure if you got Farouk for six fifty. dollars No, he wasn't available. He wasn't available. I got him, online. and then I haven't got Bradshaw yet, but I did order him. He was like eleven fifty, so I got him as well. So I'll have – and I'm going to put him with the Ministry Taker that I have in my Attitude Era shelf, so it's like – you know, the Acolytes. Yes. So oh, yeah. that's pretty. I honestly like the Acolytes more than the APA. I think the APA is very WWE-ish damn and, you know, the bar fight and all that stuff. I like them more as the Acolytes. Yes. Um, another one I got, and this was mainly because I wanted to get free shipping on another one of my orders. Oh, Real quick. This, this sucks, Romeo. What actually happened? I hate that. You know what really pisses me off? There's got to be a way – to like find out what tweet you got blocked for and then like something like because i feel like some of this stuff happens in mistake i a lot of people don't know this and it really made me sad but i've defended this woman from death till come like like i've always been on her side gina carano blocked me on twitter really and like I never, I never said anything bad about her. The last tweet I ever said was when Whoopi Goldberg didn't get suspended long term from the View, and I put on something about Gina. I was like, "Yeah, well, Gina Carano got way worse." That got me blocked. So like, I don't know if Gina just read it wrong and thought that I was attacking her. And I'm like, "You haven't a fan since like." Elite XC, what, what's going on? You know, and there's nothing I can do to defend. I've even contacted a couple of her friends that that like I felt like could possibly, you know, they never responded back. And it's like no one's gonna believe you, right? Like she's been on a blocking spree. All these people go after her. So even like in a meet and greet, I was thinking to myself, like, hey, maybe I could approach her and say, like, Gina, like I'm a big fan. I don't know why I was blocked, you know. But then it's like, is she just gonna think I'm some asshole? Like, you know, like I don't know. Right. I just think it's frustrating that sometimes you get lumped in. That's why I hate when people like talk crap to a wrestler and then tag me in it. Like, no, get me out of there. I'm not saying anything like that. But yeah. a lot of them vanity search too. So you 
like Natalie Nyhart blocked me because I said she was a terrible actress one time watching Raw. And I know she's a very nice person. Didn't really mean to hurt her feelings. I was more so just giving my opinion of the show, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's happened to me too. I know we talked about that before people blocking us for just seemed like no reason. Um, that's, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, I wound up getting this one because I needed like the free shipping. Cause I made so many orders that I was like, all right, well I got to spend a certain amount of money and get free shipping again. So I got the ultimate edition Brock Lesnar. Me too. Boom. It's nice. It's a good figure. It's great. I love yeah. the, the two belts too. Yeah. Um, it's it's like you need the bearded head sculpt at some point, right? And I have the original ultimate as well, so now I have both for nice. that. Nice. So. I'm gonna display him with like the yelling face. And I even have him with the red belt as well. So now it's like I literally have red, blue, and black belts. So oh, nice. There you go. Cool. Um, Did you pull the trigger on the other ultimate? Uh, who is it? The ultimate war. Oh, no. Does he come with any title belts? Uh, not on this one, no. On the Amazon one, he comes with two. He comes with the with yellow time. and the black. Really? That, but this cool. is the this is the one after this is the one for uh, WrestleMania seven with him and Macho in the retirement match. Like you can see right there on his jacket, him and Macho doing this oh, or whatever. Right. And then what's cool about this one too, no face paint. So like after the match, what he looked like after. So yeah, it's a pretty badass figure. Very cool. Very cool. Um, the only other figure I think that I've got, um, and this is the one you gave me a heads up on. I had one, I had one big on prize picks this night and I said, I'm going to reward myself for my good gambling tonight and I'm going to buy something I really want. So I purchased the one of 3000 nice. Cody Rhodes. It's kind of hard to see with the glare. Cause I got this, I got the extra case protector on there, but, uh, one of 3000, uh, rare edition cody rhodes is last AEW figure um if you don't count the, the supreme this is his last like regular line figure um obviously a massive mark for cody rhodes so i want i don't i don't know how i would hit like so cody's gonna be in san antonio in a couple of weeks to do a meet and greet and like if i went up to cody i just feel like i would tell him like i love AEW, and i was absolutely heartbroken you left and but i'm still here to support you like that's basically my message, but yeah, like it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. yeah, no. And I wonder what it's like. I wonder if he's even like allowed to sign like AEW merch at his WWE right. tables. I never really thought about that. I think he, I think he wouldn't care. I, mean, no, I think he wouldn't care, but I don't know about the company. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. No, I, I just think he kind of gets little bit more like if, if it was like ricochet or something like oh i'm sorry i can't do that whatever but like cody's like what come on bring it on yeah because he always like he was sending AEW toys to those kids in school yeah like, the you know, here's your cody yeah. figures and all that stuff so like i i just i i don't think he has a problem with it yeah no i like i said i i'm sure he doesn't have a problem with it i'm just saying yeah. like if you go to like a WWE sponsored autograph signing and you roll up there with AEW supremes i don't know 
I don't know if if the people working the events are going to be like, hey, you got to like, you got to sign WWE merchandise. Like, that's not. I think if that was the case, I think you'd have to put that down for like, because they they put what they accept. Right. And so, because like they take mail-ins and stuff, like I I think he would sign it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of signed, I got a couple random signed things here to round up my purchases for the week this wasn't really a purchase but thank you to my friend ryan torres uh turbo chubs i saw him in the chat earlier uh he goes to a lot of the same shows i do helps me out with uh results and stuff as well for local shows um he gave me this kevin knight autographed eight by ten um kevin knight's killing it on the uh on the indie scene he went through the uh the la new japan dojo um really really promising future for him so um cool to have something of his before he blows up and then the only other things I've got here, got two signed GCW event posters finally came in. These are, this is for uh, GCW astronaut. It's kind of hard to see the, all the signatures on here, but they're like, you, they you know, got the little signatures on the top and like Nick Gage there at the bottom and stuff. And Matt Cardona is on there and stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so this is, uh, this was GCW astronaut. And then this one here, uh, GCW Hope to Die, same kind of thing, but some different wrestlers on there. Got me a Jimmy Lloyd autograph finally. Um, you know, a whole bunch of people on there. My boy Cole Roger, Jordan Oliver, all those guys, Blake Christian, Masha Slamovich, cool. one of the best in the world, Masha Slamovich. Um, but the reason I got these two signed event posters is because I was credentialed for both of these GCW shows at center stage. So it was cool that I got to kind of work, uh, get in for free, got to interview some wrestlers, um, and I got some signed posters to kind of remember uh, my first two GCW shows where they let me in as media. So um, I'll, yeah, that's I'll, cool. yeah, I'll frame those and put those up here in my office. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't even think about this. What was Brody Lee's last match? What was Brody Lee's last match? Yeah. Um, was it the Cody dog collar match? Yeah. What was Jay Briscoe's last match? Oh, wow. FGR dog collar match. Wow. That's weird. If I'm a wrestler, I am not having a dog collar match. I'll just say that right now. I'm like, no, that that that's just bad, yeah. bad karma. Well, right hey, there. CM Punk and MJF. That is true. They made it. They, so, they made it. But yeah, but I yeah. know what you mean. That is that is bizarre. Wow. You have any more purchases, Doug? I do. Let's go. I got the whole set. The whole set. I've got I've got the young bucks on the way soon. I've already got the caddy. Nice. Got the whole set. Let's go. The young bucks and Kenny. Yeah. That is the is the roughest. I like I like the Nick, and I definitely am gonna use the head without a bandana. So the first one I'll but like I'm gonna use the head without a bandana, probably in like a street clothes young bucks, something like that. Um, I'm not letting those breathe. I, I don't open like the limited edition or the. Yeah, I, I'm torn. I'm torn because I I think they would look really cool on a shelf. Especially, oh, I agree. Especially, I plan on having like a EVP shelf. Like when it's all mm-hmm. said and done, I'm gonna have nothing but Cody uh, and the Elite on the shelves. So, um, and then everything else will be down at the bottoms or whatever. But they'll get the top. So nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a really cool set, and it's something that like is iconic, and you just kind of have to have it if you're a fan. So really glad you get those for sure. And it wasn't too bad. It was like 
I was able to get free shipping and uh, I think it was like 81 bucks for all three. So it's not too bad. Nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be like 50 for the two that I bought because I already have the Kenny, but then the uh, the uh, the Young Bucks, I uh, I just won like a another like a $25 gift card for GameStop from work. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy one of the Young Bucks with that and then pay 25 for the other and basically get them for half off. So I'm very yeah. happy about that. Those are, those are cool figures. Awesome. Yeah. Good purchase week. We had a lot of stuff this week. Yeah, no, like the the deal at Target right now, if you guys are fans, like go go get those Legends lines for eleven fifty. You know, very rarely do you get a whole new series to come out and it goes half price immediately. So, and I don't even necessarily feel like it's not because it's selling. I just kind of feel like it was just like, it's just done for the, the special for the week, right? Instead of letting these things sit and then putting it on clearance, how about we just put them on sale when we can see how many, you know, people will buy. So yeah. I feel like a lot of people are buying these right now. So I think it'll do okay. Or how about um, is making the price just like $12 from now on for these. And I'll just keep buying the whole sets instead of like, I bought, I went up spending more money overall by buying like right. four or five of them that I do just like picking and choosing like one or two at $20. You know what I mean? But I, I, I love the legends line and I feel like it can, yeah. it just is endless. You can always, but based on how much, all they owe, like the ECW, WCW, um, you know, WWE, you can always find, you know, something from there. So, and you know, it's tempting too, is those, those, um, the WWE Elite 100 set, just because each belt is different and they're nice. Like they, the, they get the Brahma mm-hmm. Bull belt, with oh, the actual right. Brahma Bull. They got, the Rey Mysterio WCW Cruiserweight title, like, yeah. but they're all like more detailed, more handcrafted, all that stuff. So like if those things go on sale, like I'll be pretty tempted to get those. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought that other, the ECW Rey Mysterio. I showed that the other week, um, but like I'll probably wind up getting more Rays. I mean, I already have a few Rays. Um, like I have a Ray with the WCW title already, but like, I mean, Ray's about as toyetic as it gets. There's a, an endless amount of different Ray series you can put out there. Um, Especially for eras, right? Yeah. Like there's there's a clear difference from Cruiserweight Ray to like, you know, WWE Ray. Yes. A lot of tattoos. <laughs> a lot of size too there for a minute also. Yeah. Like Ray, got, sure. Ray got swole for a minute. Um, yes. He was like hardly like, he was hardly doing any high flying for a little while there because he was just yoked. Um, yes yeah so uh zach had a question says what do you guys think about wwe announcing cody rhodes return ahead of time rather than him being a surprise looking like rock may end up being the surprise here's my thing i think i think cody's this doesn't have to be the surprise because the story is being told right now what they plan on doing i think this is just setting up for cody to win and we go on i i really especially with all the Vince stuff, I don't see The Rock coming in. And it has nothing to do with The Rock having a problem with Vince. It's The Rock trying to save his PR image is is more so the issue. So I think that uh, I think that the 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 Cody thing is in full swing and I don't I don't I don't expect The Rock. I expect John Cena Maybe not at Royal Rumble, but I expect him at WrestleMania. 
Stone Cold would be interesting. I don't know really what you do there. And you got to really be careful. Like he had a street fight. Like that's basically what he can do. So it's like, what do you want to do there? Um, he looks like he's in great shape though. The last video that I saw, like yeah. that kind of went viral of him just like pumping iron. Like this this well, and he, way better than did last year, I think. He bought a ring, you know? Yeah. He bought yeah. a ring and it's just like, he can just do whatever. Like, it's just kind of weird that like, you know, out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, I want to wrestle every year at WrestleMania. Okay. Well, it's like he convinced himself for two decades that like he didn't need it anymore and that like acting was enough and like just living as a normal guy, just being a civilian, just, you know, doing the podcast. Like he was, but like he was forced into retirement. Like it wasn't one of those things where he like, you know, he had to retire when he retired um, for his own, probably to save his own life, like literally. And, um, you know, I just think that just the SARS aligned perfectly and he, he got in last year and it was probably also a big thing. Just we've talked about it before, but I think it was, I don't, I don't know. I'm just speculating, but I'd imagine a big part of the reason that Kevin Owens re-signed with WWE was they were dangling that carrot that they're like, Hey, we're going to do everything we can to get you a match against Steve Austin if you stay here. And he was like, AEW with my friends or the biggest dream match I could ever have as a professional wrestling fan ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, he, and they, they made it happen. And Austin probably felt like he owed that to him to a degree also. Like they didn't know for sure if they were going to do the match. It felt like heading into mania, but then by the time the night rolled around, I'd imagine Austin went in there. He's probably thinking like, listen, I, I don't know how this is going to go. I know this in a long time, but like I owe it to this dude to give him this match, you know, like, um, and, and, and Austin overperformed for like what I think what we would expect for a guy his age that hasn't done it in so long, you know, and like, and I have higher expectations this year. Cause once again, just seeing him working out a little bit recently, he looks like he's in really good shape. Like he looks like yeah. he can go. So like, I'm excited. I think to it's see really just about the opponent, like who's he facing exactly. and all that, you know what I mean? So we'll see. Um, I mean, we got like 30 minutes. Let's let's see if we can talk a little bit about Vince McMahon here. Yeah. So, what the hell? <laughs> like, you remember what Brandon said? He thinks Vince was going to try to get back into the company. And we kind of yeah. was like, yeah, that's fun. Uh-huh. Like crazy predictions. But like literally like a couple weeks later, it, it happened. And... Yeah. um. Here's my thing. I think Vince's goal is to take over. And whatever is allowed for him to be the main guy again is who he is going to sell to. I just don't see Vince doing all this to force himself back into the company just to sell it and then go away. That doesn't make sense to me. So what? Okay. How did you, when you first heard that they were possibly selling to the Saudis, I mean, all I could think about was Hulk Hogan covered in blood, waving the American flag on WrestleMania seven and being like this entire company is now owned by the Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia government. 
for 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 like the because it paid the highest price and it just like made me sick and then it's like they're not gonna care if vince runs it like they don't care but then it's like okay can they get a tv deal if they can't get a tv deal what's going on? so here's my theory on that i think the saudis are up for buying it and i think that somebody within the company leaked that story out to all the news outlets and they wanted it to run wild so people could panic they could see the outrage and then they had to back out of them being a possible buyer where it was like oh wow we didn't think about this we didn't know we might not get a tv deal okay maybe we need to you know what i mean like i feel like somebody leaked that story out on purpose and it really looked bad when steph resigned that day and then yeah. that story leaked out so and of course people jumped the gun said it was facts and all that stuff and you there's a couple of guys the source wise that you really should respect because they didn't go that route they said hold on let's wait let's see what happens but um i think they absolutely are getting sold mm -hmm. i think it's going to happen fairly quickly and i think that vince is but I, I honestly, I don't think it's much different. I really don't. Like, I feel like story-wise and everything, this is kind of Vince's show. I think the only difference is it's going to be the wrestlers and who he likes and who he doesn't. I know he doesn't like a lot of those people that Triple H brought back. So that would be the, the concerning part if I were them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And concerning for, like, if you're, like, an indie wrestler now with, like, the option of WWE or AEW kind of thing. Like, it's just way more unclear what WWE is going to look like. If you're um, FTR and you were considering going right. there at this point, you probably are like, it's not even really an option now. I don't even, I don't even want to go there. You know? Yeah. I mean? Cause the guy's back in charge that didn't know what to do with you before. And the whole the main reason why you left originally. Um, yeah. Um, so like the, the, I will say this, that night that the, the internet was going crazy about the Saudi Arabia deal or whatever you want to call it. That was probably the most entertaining night I've been on Twitter in the history of Twitter. Right. Like, I like, so like from that standpoint, I really kind of liked all that. Cause like I just sat back and just watched the world burn. You know, it's just like, wow, yeah. this is funny. Um, all the takes. And I jumped into tweeting about that fake Yokozuna and stuff like that. I mean, just like, it's just fun. Um, but I mean, like, listen, um, one of my best friends in the wrestling media space is Cassidy Haynes. He's had a rough yep. go at it the last few weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, yes. Um, tonight also. So I'll, I'll say, um, you know, you were kind of alluding to it before. Um, there were people, I'll just say it by name, Sean Ross Sapp is who, you know, that's who I, he's my Ariel Hawani when it comes to, like, professional wrestling news. Like, once I hear from Sean, I, I think Meltzer is pretty up there for me too. Like, it well, Meltzer's be... always yes, Meltzer's always going to be. But the problem, the only problem with Meltzer current day is like he speculates about stuff sometimes, and he just like is totally off the mark. Whereas, I like, will give him credit though; he was dead on about Mercedes, Mercedes Monet. Like, yeah, he was. He, everyone told him he was an old man, out of touch, full of crap, and he was just like, "I, she's not showing up." I'm telling you, like, it's not happening. And right. he was right. So yeah, and I do. I love. I love 
I love Dave Meltzer. I'll, I'm always going to be team Dave Meltzer. Like he's without that man, none of us have like a space like this in wrestling media of any kind. I feel like um, you got to respect Dave Meltzer. Um, but, but for me, it's like, you know, once I see Sean confirm something then I'm like, Oh, okay. Like that's, it's true for sure. If he's reporting it. Um, and that's what I was waiting on all night. And he didn't say anything. And I wasn't like prying for scoops or anything like that, you know, but it was just one of those things where I was like sitting there and waiting. It's like, all right, is anyone going to come out and say something? And then, uh, was it uh, the dude from the zone, Steve, I can't think of his last name. Oh but, man. What um, giant else is he taking? I mean, he had the Mercedes thing wrong, like right before yeah. the, the Saudi Arabia thing. So and not only that, like he didn't even like imply, like, I'm pretty sure this is happening. Like he's stating this as fact and like yeah. none of it is. And so, yeah, I, his credibility got destroyed that night. And that's another reason why I say it all the time. Like I don't, I don't break news like that's a big well for one I'm not paid to so like I don't have to but like the other there's been plenty of stuff um like for instance I've never really talked about this really on air I don't think but I don't mind saying it now like I knew about um just for an example I knew about um this was a while ago now already but um I was one of the first people to know that the rascals were signing with WWE and that Trey wasn't going to be going and that it was going to be just Des and Wentz. And um, I, I was one of probably the first, probably five to 10 people that like knew about that. And I only knew about it because the guy who told me was in the locker room with those guys as they were kind of saying goodbye to people after an indie show. And he was like, Oh shit, they signed. And like, he, and he, he told me, and I was like, all right, I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to be wrong about this. I don't want to burn any bridges. Like, you know what I mean? And then like yeah. a few weeks later, they start losing all the time on impact and people start speculating and I'm sitting there just being quiet. And I'm even, I'm even reviewing impact shows for Fightful talking about them and still not saying anything about this. Um, and the whole point that I'm trying to make here is like, sometimes it's better just not to say anything at all. And I would have been right about that. And I would have got credit for that. But there's also been yeah. times that that same person who told me that has told me things that didn't wind up happening. People that he said were signing and things fell through where I would have looked really, really stupid if I would have said something about it. So like, right. you know, and that's just the thing. And it's a weird game that you're playing as like a wrestling journalist or whatever. Um, Cause it's so fluid and things change and it's a fake sport where like literally they can decide what doesn't, doesn't happen. Um, yeah. But that's just, I think it's good to look at stuff like that and go, you know, because here's the thing, full full disclosure, I, I know I know Cassidy really well, and he me, me and him were actually texting before he tweeted that, and he texted me with that news and said, "Hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'm I'm not going to say anything about it until I, I until I've confirmed it with multiple sources, though." And I said, I said, "Listen, obviously, I'm not going to say anything at all about it to anybody because." Um, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that heat, whether I'm right or wrong. So right, and, right. And, and, nor, nor was he telling me to report this. He was just, he was simply as a friend. I was just like, yo, what's going on tonight? And he was like, okay, hey, this is what I'm hearing. And like, blah, blah. And then within like the hour he had tweeted it and stuff. So I know that multiple people were telling him whatever he was saying. The problem is when you're the one saying it, now you're going to get all of the heat if you're wrong. Cause like, you're not going to sit here and start naming your sources being like, well, if this is who told me, you know what I mean? Now you burn that bridge and you know, you, you know, so it's like, it's just a tough, it's a tough spot to be in. And I have a lot of respect for guys like Sean who just, 
who are batting a thousand on this kind of news because it's very, very difficult. And you have to, you just have to be so sure and confirm it with so many of the right people before. There's been so many things that I know Sean had. Here's another, here's another good one, pulling the curtain back a little bit because I've, I've talked to him about this personally before. He could have broken the Vincent Man retiring story before anybody else, but he yeah. was out mowing the lawn when the when the news came through, and he still could have reported it before anybody else when he when he got back in. But he basically said, in the time that it would have taken him to fully get all all sides all from details. all sides, yep, confirm it with everybody that he needs to confirm with, get the article written properly and do a full rollout to really get the news right before he would have a chance to do any of that. The news was out, but like he knew that he knew it before, before it was reported, you know, and it's like, and that's the kind of thing that it, I, that I think a lot of people in wrestling journalism struggle with the, the, the best tweet of the night, that whole night for me was by Jonathan Snowden, who I love that guy. I think he's a fantastic writer. I've got his Ken Shamrock book on my desk actually right here that dude tweeted something that was so dead on. And I'm not saying this about my friends or about people I met. This is just in general. Cause I think a lot of this was happening on that, on that yeah. night. He said the quote was so per- The tweet was so perfect. It was something like, this is the perfect night for a try hard wrestling journalist to make an educated guess and just put a report, report out there because worst case scenario, who cares if you're wrong? Best case scenario, right. you can ride the Brad Shepard wave for the next few years as a fake joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, you know, that's that's the thing. Um, is like I there was a lot of people out there that are just so concerned with like being first or just being known as the guy who oh he knew the news, he knew it before we did. You gotta make sure you're right. And I'm gonna keep yeah. it real even further. If the WWE is selling, especially to something like Saudi Arabia. I highly doubt it's going to be really anyone from our space breaking it. It's going to be like Wall Street. You it's know been like I mean? Washington Post that has broke almost all this this news that Vince right. was coming back, that Vince was thinking about coming back, all that stuff. So I agree, and and I do think that it is a case where if they do sell to Saudi Arabia, this is just speculation, but like in you. You, you're the best person I can talk to about this because you completely understand where I'm coming from with this comparison. When the UFC sold, and by the way, I've been saying it for a while now that I think the WWE was going to sell before the next TV deal, and here we are. Yeah. But when UFC sold for four billion, you got to imagine WWE is worth probably around double, like just on paper. You know, yeah. given the worldwide name value, there. When, when you think of the McDonald's, the M, the arches, you know McDonald's. We need the, the WW for the World Wrestling Entertainment. That, that's a worldwide symbol recognized. So I right. think that the company is probably worth about eight to 10 billion. Like just a complete guess. I think Vince would take eight to 10 billion. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of suitors that will be interested in eight to 10 billion, um, whether it's Disney, Comcast, whoever. The, where it gets interesting with Saudi is they have unlimited money. So if yeah. they know that the number is 10 million, they might go, we'll give you 20. Yeah. And then it's like, now you have shareholders who are sitting there going, it's blood money, but no one will. I'm kind of a nameless, faceless part of this. Like, I'll, I'll take Not that. Only that. How about the fact that he's going to put it as a private company so he doesn't get any more heat? Like, this guy is 
it, we are literally watching Succession in real time. That's like, what I've heard. I don't know the show, is, but I've heard that comparison. Well, I saw a clip. I, I haven't watched the show, but I saw a clip when they tried to oust the dad and he comes back and gets rid of everyone. Like, this definitely seems like Vince. Like, that's exactly what's kind of happening right now. Did you see that today that, like, a 25-year employee was let go? And yeah. then, like, he's changed the, the rules now where he can be, like, executive chair and he doesn't have to have the votes. Like, he can do whatever he wants. He, he has 81% of the shares. He is pushing this to where he is in full control again. And why on earth would he let Triple H be in charge of creative? There's just no way. Like, he's coming back period. And whatever you think about the guy, like that's just something you have to accept. Like that's just who he is as his baby. But I I just don't know. I feel like there's just got, there's, there's gonna be. So real quick, not to get too far in the weeds, but like, how do you think Dana has handled his situation? That's an interesting one because because he did say, "Don't defend me." Right? right. The one that is just baffling to me, though, is why is he asking journalists what his punishment should be? Like that to me just makes no sense. He shouldn't be asking. Like you should either have a punishment or you don't. But like you, you, the way that he makes it out is basically like this company can't make it without me. So if you're going right. to punish me, you're going to punish this company. Right. And he very well might be right. Like, I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's a weird situation, but I honestly don't see them caving. I think they're going to weather the storm and we're going on as business as usual. And yeah. I'm curious if other companies are going to feel the same way when it comes to Vince, because the end of the day, Vince ain't serving no time. Vince is settling out of court. You know, he's not marked as guilty. So I just feel like at the end of the day, like, I don't think it's going to scare off a lot of people. Yeah. And there's rumors that the cons could potentially, like uh, Tony Khan and Chad Khan could potentially buy it and stuff. And I think that'd be amazing. Do we want that though? Well, no, I mean. And like, I... I feel like AEW would have to be thrown in the trash. Like you couldn't do both, right? So right. then every rest, and then, but he, what worries me about Tony, what he would want to do is run AEW, run Ring of Honor, run WWE and do it all. Like, whoa, like that's not going to work. Yeah. On top of football and football responsibilities. Right. Um, But yeah, no, I mean the Vin, the Vin stuff is, is, it's very interesting. Um, with Dana, it's the, honestly, honestly, when it comes to Dana, the outside of, I mean, the worst look of it all is obviously him slapping his wife on video. We've all seen yes. it. But like the fact that that slap league is still going to happen with him endorsing <laughs> it is so, like, that's such a bad look. That's going to be on said, right after AEW. Just, it's just a week. Like, they just they decided not to promote it for that week. Yeah. But it'll be back. Like, you know. Yeah, and I I mean yeah, if y'all want to Did hear my reaction. Did you see that like, video of that guy that was in that slap league and his whole head was like out to ears like this? Like how is this entertaining? It's like, this I, is I, so stupid. 
especially to smack his face after it's that swollen like that's yeah. just uncomfortable no like that that you gotta call it you know yeah no i have no joy watching that at all and and i mean i was if y'all want my thoughts my initial thoughts on some of this stuff like a couple weeks ago doug was telling me i i didn't know that like forrest griffin was a catcher they have like they have they have ex ufc fighters catching these guys as they're getting knocked out um i lost it when he told me it was on it was going to be a partner with like that rumble pro uh part i didn't even know what rumble was and i was like oh my yeah. god you're talking about like the youtube thing that like yeah. you're trying to um so yeah i was laughing hysterically at that the um the dana white stuff's different though you know because you know to me just, all i'm saying all the reason i yeah. bring it up though is it just proved to me that i don't think a lot of people are going to be scared to take vince on again like, I don't think oh, yeah. it'll make companies be like, yeah, you know, we can't we can't go there based on what he's been accused of and all that. Like, I think I think they'll just go on as business as normal. Yeah, I think uh, to, to kind of put a bow on it all, just kind of summarize, you know, I, I think that Vince is they're clearly selling the company. Um, I think they're going to go. I think they should do some sort of compromise of like, don't take the biggest bag if it's Saudi Arabia, like find a find a buyer really find any other buyer than Saudi Arabia. Like Saudi Arabia is a bad idea. There's also speculation that, you know, Stephanie stepped down because of that, because they wouldn't want to deal with a woman being Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah. You know? Like I said, I think that really made people believe the Saudi Arabia rumor because she did step right. down that day. And so it was like, right. Oh yeah. Like this is happening. Yeah. So like, and I don't know if that's true or not, but that is something worth considering, you know? And it's like, um, you know, so, I think that I think WWE is going to sell and then it's just a matter of do they need to keep Vince on as like their Dana White, whereas preferably they'd keep Triple H on as like their Dana White. Um, but I think Vince has a lot of these um, relationships that Triple H just doesn't with these people for a long time, whether it be Saudi Arabia or the head of Disney or the head of any of these. Like it's they're going to want to do business with Vince because they know Vince for decades. Yeah. Um, and that's just what it is, unfortunately. Um, I also think that at the end of the day, Nick Khan was brought in to sell this company. One billion percent. And we said that from day one. It's yeah. so obvious. Like, and then to make him like the head CEO and all that, like his job is to sell. And honestly, I hate to say this, but man, come WrestleMania, I think roster cuts are coming after WrestleMania. Yep. Like, I think they're about to do a massive layoff. Yep, they're gonna cost cut again, but they're it's we've talked about it so many times. It's, it's very similar when the UFC sold, like, there's so many of the same stuff happening. And Nick Khan comes from that world, he's a, he's a yep. fighter agent, like, he's agent. a yeah, he's I mean, he's one thing that so Eric said about him though was that like he's always like three or four steps ahead, like, yeah, he would always be like, wow, like, I can't believe he's already thinking that far out and all this stuff. So I think Nick Khan's a very smart guy. I think that they're going to definitely work on having the best deal. Like, And I, I heard something about if it's part of Nick Khan's, if this is accurate, I heard something about if in Nick Khan's deal with WWE, if they sell the company, like if he gets that company sold, the yeah. amount of money he gets is, it was something like, it, I think Dave Meltzer may have reported, I don't want to be wrong, but it was something like, Nick Khan alone would make more money than what the entire AEW TV deal with TN with Turner right now is for a year. 
Yeah. Like that's how much. So so Nick Khan stands to make a lot of money by getting this thing sold. So they're gonna sell it. Um, yep. and it's just a matter of where it goes and what they do with it afterwards. To be completely honest, the biggest fear that I have isn't really for the future of the company because I've been saying for a long time that we were heading towards you know Roman Reigns versus you know Spyro the Dragon or whatever like good good right. you know, cartoon characters versus human beings in the metaverse or whatever for WWE. But like yeah. th- this is um th- this what I'm really concerned about, because you're also starting to see it a little bit where like, I saw that WB network or a Peacock rather, isn't going to be putting independent wrestling content on their platform anymore going forward. And it I think makes sense. Oh, it does, but, but I, I, I just, I, what I sort I'm beating around the bush. What would really fear I'm fearful though, is that these new owners, whoever they wind up being, they have control of the video library of like, the major promotions for the since the beginning of time pretty much yeah no and, i agree and, and to then, me like, that is where tony khan steps in possibly right because well, imagine like if, if well, this stuff about, is for sale i want right. it you yes. know what i mean i hope tony khan could somehow get the library because like because you were just mentioning hulk hogan i mean i i honestly think in the future, we could live in a world. I know people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, you're crazy, Steven. Like, this is impossible. You're complete nuts, whatever. But like, technology is already there to where we can like, I can put my face on Doug's face. You wouldn't know who was, who was, who. you know what I mean? Like, we, like, I wouldn't be surprised if those same red and yellow Hulkamaniac memories that you were just talking about, Hulk Hogan waving the American flag. They just edit in all green on top of the red, white, and blue, and he's he's Saudi mania, brother. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just saying they they can do whatever they want with this stuff. Well, and they're very much about propaganda. Like, exactly. basically, we're not as bad as you think we are. The way that you even trade. So, then what better way than to have John Cena and Roman Reigns out there promoting Saudi Arabia? Well, and- how many wrestlers are just not going to want a part of this? Like, Sami Zayn is not going to like. I mean, Brian Danielson didn't want to go over there when they he was in the. I personally so- think it's only fair, but WWE does not believe in fair. But I. I think it's only fair that if you actually sold that company to Saudi Arabia, you are you let people have a free and clear exit if they want out. I think that I agree. That's that like look, this is the way we're doing business. If you refuse to be a part of this, then there's your exit. You can leave. No no worries about it. No 90 day compete, no nothing. Just you may leave. Yeah. I and you would think that maybe that would be an option, you know. You don't want a whole bunch of disgruntled employees either with like a big merger or a new sale either. Like you kind of want to start fresh and they'd save a lot of money um, by getting getting rid of a lot of those contracts. I'm a real Arabian. <laughs> Fight for the rights of only men. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, what a remix. So, so yeah, um, that's honestly what I'm more fearful for. I already didn't have like super high hopes for the future of the WWE. The only, the only thing that I'm concerned about is what they do with Cody. And to that point, I will say the statistical probability of him winning the Royal Rumble and then going on to win the world title in 2023 probably did increase at least a little bit with Vince coming back because he was in charge when he, when Cody came back to the WWE. So if, if anything, maybe there is a positive there or maybe, you know, maybe as long as, listen, as long as Cody wins the WWE championship this year, I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. So, so this is, this is my thing. It looks like to me Roman is going to be out for a while after this 
thing. So I yeah. think Cody's going to win. Whenever Cody drops that title, that to me is going to be the clear-cut decision of what they actually plan for him. What's next? He won the belt. He won the big one. He did what he came for. What's next? Does he like feud with the Miz? Does he kind of just like go away in obscurity? Like that's kind of what I am curious to see how they handle. Forbidden door opens back up. Shows up on AEW television with the WWE Championship. Listen, not, not with Vince McMahon there. I'm telling you that right now. Probably not. not. Probably not. But yeah, this is what it is with WWE. There's, there, you know, we can speculate all we want until something actually happens. There's not a whole lot we can really. I mean, we really know. We can, I guess, we can but... talk about Vince and what he's right. done. Like Vince has put himself back in charge. Vince yes. Stephanie has resigned as CEO. Nick Khan is the full CEO of the guy that me and you both believe that he is there to sell the company. So, I mean, there's definitely some I think, real I think, clear indications of what's going on. And I think Triple H is up in the air. I give I give him like... I think he's like, gone, dude. Yeah, I, I'd say I, I give him about a 50-50 coin flip of like whether I think he's there by this time, like next month. Like, honestly, like... I, um, I think by the... If, if he is still in charge of creative by after Mania, I will be shocked. Yeah. There yeah, is no you. way they're going into the biggest show of the year and all that, and and Triple H is in charge of creative. Like, I just – I don't see that at all. Yeah. I bet Vince um, is like, damn it, what the hell is going on with Austin Theory? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they'll do him and Cena at Mania, and they'll, that's how they'll try to get Austin. That's honestly over. not that bad, honestly. Like, no, I'm not I saying it's bad. I'm just thinking – I just – kind of expect that'll probably be what they do if it's yeah. in charge um real quick before we get out of here um did you want to talk a little francis and ganu I, I i'm super tired and got to get something to eat here in a minute but i uh yeah i just i just i hate it i mean i hate yeah. it I, I'm, I'm not down for a 37 year old with his first fight being boxing against tyson fury or anthony joshua like cool he gets paid but at what point is does legacy matter you know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, you, you, you're you tired of being mistreated by the UFC and blah, blah, blah. But, like, there is no value as a heavyweight to go anywhere else. Where, what, What is the I, – I couldn't even tell you a heavyweight in the PFL. Are there heavyweights in the PFL? Oh, I'm, I mean, if there, if there was a heavyweight season, I guess. That's the and then, like, if you have, like, a Bellator, you have a lot of, like, guys that are, like, 230, 220 that are, like, fighting at heavyweight. Like, there's not – a lot well, there for him. The interesting thing for PFL is, you know, obviously Jake Paul is a part of like that ownership now and he's a part of the company. And I think that they're going to make some moves to, like, even if they bring in Francis for like a big boxing fight or a big MMA fight in PFL, I think it'll be against somebody that like isn't a part of like their current. I agree. Roster. Like, yeah, they'll go out and they'll find. Like, I see uh, them like finding like some obscure one, like Crow Cop or something. Not exactly Crow Cop, but somebody that like we don't really know. Tator. Like just a, a baby, if yeah. you, especially money wise. Right. But like, you know, somebody like that, that like is at least out there that you know who he is and like, okay, like you could put him in there with him. But like, there's no real division. There's no real like championship. And. Like, how do you feel about Jones and Gone? 
I mean, I like that Jones is finally coming back, but like, yes. you know, Jones and Ngannou would have been like that would have been bigger oh, for sure. Definitely. And gone to me, I don't remember, but like, how's the wrestling? Because if it's not there, like, John is just going to dominate him. He hasn't really had to use much wrestling, to my knowledge, up to, up to this point. Really, he's been he's mainly fought strikers. Gone. So yeah, um, yeah. But no, I mean, like, I'm. I will say I don't like the way that Dana and the UFC is, are talking about Francis. They're they're like yeah. making it sound like he's afraid, which I don't think Francis is afraid of anybody. Listen, um, I mean, from the from the Tito Ortiz Chuck Liddell playbook, yeah. they've been they've been using from Randy Couture, like all of it, like they've been using that stupid line. I don't yeah. buy it. I do think though, like excitement wise, legacy wise, all that, like UFC was his best bet. Right. Like if he went yeah. in there and he knocked out John Jones, like that is massive. He is going to get absolutely destroyed by Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua. And it's just for a bag. Like, cool. But why as a fan should I be excited about that? For, for right. you to go into a different sport and fight the very best that you have no experience whatsoever in. Like, why should I pay money for that? Oh, and speaking of that, I got um I had all the hype beasts and Minecraft kids after me this weekend. It was so much fun. So oh, yeah. there was a, I won't get into all this cause it's off topic, but it, it's kind of related, but um, there was a, you know, KSI boxed this weekend. Um, and there was a big YouTuber influencer type boxing event and KSI knocked out this guy phase temper and yes, phase, I phase, know what it, I know what it is. okay. And phase temper is, you know, anyway, I I got in like some of the comments, like, you know, comment threads with some of these people, um, oh, like right after the fights. And the, it's so funny seeing the, the, like there, there are thousands of people that I got some sort of interactor, interaction with. And it's so funny because they're, they're so confused because they only watch influencer boxing. So like, they don't, they just don't know what they're talking about. They, there are thousands of people out there that actually think that K, what KSI is accomplishing in boxing by knocking out people like FaZe Temper is infinitely more impressive than what Jake Paul is doing by beating guys like Anderson Silva and Tyron Woodley. Like they think, because they'll say FaZe Temper is younger, he's in his physical prime, oh he hasn't been finished God. as fast. Oh no, they, they just don't understand at all what they're oh talking about. Oh my God. So, so I had thousands of people messaging me, threatening me, and I was just crying. I was laughing so hard. I was like, you guys think that beating FaZe Temper is more impressive than beating Anderson Silva. If that's the case... The conversation's over. Like there's nothing yeah. to say to you. You know what I well, mean? Like so KSI wants to fight Woodley. And I mean I think that's an interesting that's a good fight. That's a good fight. Yeah. I'd say I, I think I think I think Woodley knocks him out, but I, I think that, I think it's a, a much more winnable fight. Jake Jake would knock KSI's head into the fifth row. And that's 100%. the reason they that's the reason they haven't fought. Jake's offered to fight this guy for free multiple times on short notice yeah. and he won't do it. Like anyway, KSI's I'll just say KSI is ducking Jake Paul 100%. And he's even saying like, Jake Paul's my final boss. I need to keep winning more fights yeah. before I'm ready for that. And Jake's sitting there going, then stop talking shit. Like right. you're admitting you're not good enough to fight me yet. So stop pretending like you're going to fight me. So yeah. um, Jake's going to fight Tommy Fumbles soon. It looks like. Yeah. Um, it's all like in February, the end of next February. month. Yeah. They probably seen it a quick turnaround to get him in there. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I wanted to bring that up there, out there too, for anyone out there, if you, if you somehow don't know, 
it is incomparable to compare what Jake Paul has done in boxing to what KSI has done in boxing. Jake Paul is, is a completely, he's on, he's light years ahead when it comes to boxing. It's not even close. Um, that all said, when it comes to Francis, the reason I brought this up, PFL with that tie-in and stuff. I mean, Jake's got the balls to fight him, probably. I'm not saying that's a good matchup, or like I know there's a big mismatch, but like if you wanted just a big money grab, I bet Jake would get in there with him. Yeah. And just real quick, too, I wanted to say, like, for the people that, you know, because we hyped this matchup so much, and I didn't even get to talk about what I thought. I thought uh, Osprey yeah. and Omega was awesome. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It was everything that I wanted. Um, I don't think it's over. I think there will be more Osprey Omega matches. I think it's match of the year so far. And I think that uh, it was really surprising how brutal it was. Like, it was really stiff, really brutal. I think Kenny Omega in Japan is a different level, man. Like, he just wrestles at a different pace, a different style. And uh, it was really, like, almost the rebirth of New Japan, it felt like. Like, we haven't felt that in a long time. So it was really cool to have Kenny back. Not sure I love the idea of him winning, but as long as the story keeps going and Osprey wins on the final end of it, then I think it's it's a cool thing. And I'm also excited that because Kenny has that belt, he can have singles matches and not just get stuck in trios matches all the time. So, which also we see the Young Bucks are going to face top flight tomorrow. So they're not just going to be in trios matches as well. So, um, and just by the way, I mean, AEW's been on fire. Well, the last Adam time I was Cole coming back, yeah, Adam Cole coming back and all that. And, and, and for all the people that are upset about Mercedes, this is my opinion on that. I don't think that she left the WWE to work just New Japan. I think that that tease was dangling the carrot. Wait till pay-per-view. That's my opinion. I, I just don't see her not showing up if she's going to just be working. I just I just don't see her just working New Japan. No way. I, I agree. And as you said, yeah, Adam Cole coming back, that's huge. Um, he's such Massive. a good dude. Just a, just a love guy in wrestling. Never hear a bad thing about that dude. Um, and they did it so well because it was like Tony they, – they already talked about MJF had something to say, and then Tony was like, I really don't want to talk to this guy, but let's – and then it was Adam Cole's music. It was like, oh, you know, yes. like that That was amazing. And then also great. huge to have back Hangman Page wrestling again. That match with Mox yes. I thought was great. Um, and Hangman yeah. looks like he's right back there, main event level guy. Um, I mean, the whole Brad show. Danielson, Takeshka. Great. Like, amazing. And then the main event was fantastic. Like, awesome. And then the week before that with Darby and Joe and all. Like, I mean, AEW is on fire right now. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge uh, fan of what AEW is doing. So, uh, yeah, it's probably a good, good time to wrap the show up. Um, yep. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who watched tonight. I know the first hour or so, it was tough, but I mean, obviously, it was great to, you know, talk about Jay Briscoe and see the memories of Jay. And- so, sometimes it's all right to just get a good cry out, man. Like it, it, it I, I feel more relieved than what I was because it's like I was holding stuff back and I just needed to let it go. Like I'm, I'm dealing with it just like everybody else. And we all process things differently. But for me, it was therapeutic to just let it out, let my feelings out, let, let people know how I was feeling about all the situation and, you know, we're going to find out more and it's going to be sad. There's going to be times when it's going to hit you hard and they're going to have probably a tribute package and it's going to really hit you hard. And, you know, it's just a process, but um, it's definitely, uh, 
definitely a really sad situation. And uh, I, I hate that this happened, but it's just part of life, man. Absolutely. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up like my, my portion of the show, just saying, you know, of course, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's by talk underscore, please shoot me a follow. Um, please hit the like button, subscribe button here on YouTube, uh, here on the channel. That really helps. And as Doug was saying earlier, if for no other reason, hit the like button, just so more wrestling fans see this, not for our own egos, but just to get more talk about Jay Briscoe out there um, from y'all in the chat and from us, just, just, it's, it's a good thing just for people to have good memories and to, to know what this guy was about and to know how much the fans really respected him, especially guys like me and Doug who have watched him for so long. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, you can check out the spotlight. That's every Thursday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern. That's on Fightful, uh, the main Fightful YouTube channel. Um, we interviewed Alec Price tonight, uh, one of the best independent wrestlers in the world right now, in my opinion. And that interview is going to air on Thursday morning as well. Um, I was at Battle Slam this past weekend. You can check out. Um, I had a, I have an audio interview already up with Baron Black on FightfulSelect.com with articles kind of rolling out on Fightful.com as well. Um, we got an interview with Gerard. Bonner, who is the uh, the commentator for um, for Battle Slam as well, that I've done some commentary work with at Championship District Wrestling in Atlanta as well. So um, please check that stuff out and uh, check out the Weekender podcast as well, all over on FightfulSelect.com. The Weekender podcast will be consistently on Sunday afternoons again. Now that the Vikings are out, so I don't have anything holding me up from doing that on Sunday afternoons. And um, and yeah, the last thing that I'll say before we wrap up and I throw it to Doug is uh, yeah, just rest in peace jay briscoe that's um it's tragic and he's one half of one of the best tag teams ever uh a highly accomplished individual wrestler and he's going to be very very missed um and yeah right rest in peace to jay briscoe that's that's the last thing that i've got yeah for sure one other one one other one that we hadn't really talked about a lot that deserves a big mention is uh jay briscoe and jay lethal like they had yeah. an unbelievable feud um probably probably his best singles run feud in my opinion so but yeah it's really sad follow me on twitter um definitely uh you know talk to your wrestling friends talk to uh listen to what other wrestlers have to say we're all mourning this one and uh see how this thing goes man um and then uh we'll be we should be back next week and hopefully on a much lighter note and a lot of good things to talk about and we just roll on but uh yeah appreciate you guys tonight thanks for coming in and um we'll see you guys uh next week and uh yeah go cowboys big one big yeah. one see you so, reach reach for the sky absolutely you know what yeah. doug go cowboys Thank you for tuning in to Live Rounds. Make sure you leave a like, leave a comment, and donate to Steven Jensen. He will read out your donations on the next week's show. Also, don't forget to follow Doug Bateman and Steven Jensen on Twitter. And if you like what you heard tonight, check out more Live Rounds episodes.